Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Look at which one. There's like a hundred of them. No, I'll change it now. Oh, there it's oh, so weird. about sexy. Hello, screenshot save. That is very odd. Oops. Oh, okay, don't there we go. Now I've saved a screenshot. If John Mercy's Ma- Ma- listening, we just put your picture up that you put on Facebook on, on the stream. I have your There you go, oh. look at that. Looking sexy and all that jive. So who else do we have in the chat before we start? Who else is going to be putting uh, their picture up? Mad Water, Serbs, Elite, Nick Twenty One. Rafinch, Duke, Sumu, Sumu, Sumu. Nick Nitrous was in here, I think, was he? Yes, he yeah, was. Times, y'all. Uh, yeah. just let, Teflon is in the chat. He says hi, everyone. Say hi to Teflon, hi. Duke, and Shu. Hi, uh, hi. Johnny boy is in here. Hi, Johnny boy. Verbal Rob said, "Yes, top Top Gear, load one, boring one, and the one that spends too much time on their hair. <laughs> You're nothing <laughs> like them. Nothing like. Uh, I see what he did like there." Them. By the way, if anybody's tuning in for the first time, this is what we do. This is the whole show. This is it. This, no, is, this it. is it. We just no. we just we record the actual show. Chat. Another noise. No, we don't. It's just all <laughs> live. Are we gonna all start live. at some point? What are we waiting for? Well, I thought I, I thought what what I would uh-huh. do at the start is I would start the the, the, the feed a bit earlier, which I did, but we still still started nice anyway. And then I was going to say hello to everybody in the chat before we start. I thought that was a good idea. You see? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. nice. That's a bad idea. Richard says it's, it, this is buffering like mad. Is that normal? Um, sometimes it does Sometimes not. it does that. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know what's time. We don't know. We don't know why it stuff that I already does. spent it. Look, we don't manage Twitch. We've no idea why it does what it does. I manage yeah. Twitch. Sometimes, I, yeah, it's, it partly depends on my internet connection. It partly depends on yours. Sometimes it buffers for everyone. Like sometimes it buffers full. for three people. I don't know. Uh. Calm down, I found it. I, right. I think uh, I think we're about ready to start the are show. We, are we about ready to go? All right, here we go, people. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, y'all, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that they're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chinese game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound bites. Are you seriously talking about video games? How dare you? It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. You can do it! Yeah, boy! Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Hello and welcome to show 266 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 266 coming in the mix. And you know we got crazy sticks because I'm eating a Twix. I'm actually- wow, that was impressive. Thank you. Listen, a bit of water, we'll do your uh, egg timer topic question later. Just stay tuned. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll, I'll actually copy that and stick it yeah. into the notes. Hold on. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna copy that from there and I'm gonna put it stick hold up hold up hold up I'm stick, stick it, it real good I put it I put it in the show notes so we've got that now and in two hours I'll get this review that Chinny sent through Skype and then I'll have that to play why cool. taking forever to download I don't know things things kind of do that's what happens I guess you can send it on email yeah. maybe yeah how is everybody I'm good. Are you all good? Are you good, good? Good. Very good. Yeah. Are you good, Chini? 
Yeah, fine. You didn't do the oh. thing. I'm, I'm Stu. I'm oh, yeah, sorry. I'm I'm Stu. No, 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 yeah. no. What do you mean? No. Is it too late now to do that? It's too late now. The moment's gone. Oh. Has the moment gone? And I'm Stu, and mm. I'm Chinny. Yeah, All of them. Yeah. And I'm everyone. Technically, I'm homeless. I'm going to do a bit of housekeeping. I'm going to do... I'm going to do your job here, Stu. I'm going to do a bit of housekeeping. I'm just going to remind the listeners, the people that have downloaded this on their their iDevices and so on, and their Androids and their robot phones, uh, that we're live on Twitch. We are. Uh, We're live on Twitch if you want to join us. Nine o'clock every Sunday, you can join us. Every Sunday, not Sundays now. We're every Sunday. Just let other people know that, you know, now and again, uh, I upload videos on our YouTube channel, which we have, which is Fashion Gamers UK. I'm going to upload one. Um, well, it might have already uploaded by this time go, this show goes out to you. But That's can right. I tell you what That's my right. video is about? You can do. What is it about? What is it? Um, well, I, I involved my little nephew, Jimmy, in, 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 in the video. And I the video said, you had was your uh, niece smashing That's right. Even so though I, my, my plan was to have me and Jimmy just sitting there, right? But Madeline just wanted in. You know what I mean? She just wanted to jump in. So she hangs around and starts talking. Um, but Jimmy's favorite game ever at the moment is Counter Strike Go. Really? That's kind of a yes, blood. Counter Strike Go. How old is he? I don't think he's, he's, he's three. No, he's not. He's 10. And, uh, you know, he's, I don't think he sees the blood and the things. He sees the skill and other people making money out of it. And he goes, right, so huh, do you think wanna... that at this point, Chinny is like, oh, he's not seeing any blood? Because that was the same thing he said about Gears of War 3. And now he's like, oh, he's playing uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. I think it's going to reach a point where it's like, oh, he's playing Hatred. But, you know, he just sees it <laughs> you know, kind of like Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, at this point it is. Uh, no, you know, it's, it's, he's, he's playing the, the, the Counter Strike Strikes guy, and I, I don't know how to play. Like, you, you know, I watch him play, I watch the pros play, and I'm, I have no idea what's going on. So we had a good time, and I bought the game on the Steams with my own money to make the video. And I said, Jimmy, he didn't know that I bought it, you see. So, Jimmy, um, we're going to play your favorite game ever. And he showed me how to play it, and then we started. Um, saying things over the chat to people because I was very bad at the game, as you can understand. Everyone, so yes, we started saying yes. things to people over the chat. Like, I, just to let everybody know that I'm dead. I uh, just want to make an announcement that I'm dead and I think I'm coming back any moment. So, <laughs> how, did, yeah. how did that go down with your regular Counter-Strike players? And Did that go down well? Well, regular... you can find out when you watch the video there, Stu. But, um, I, I guess I'll that's what this. we'll have to do. Just tell you this. Just, you, know, you know what the internet's like. So they were very oh, yes. polite. Very polite. <laughs> they were very polite yeah. <laughs> about making weird statements. Could yeah, could yeah. Jimmy hear the responses? Uh, unfortunately, he could. Unfortunately, he could. Oh, yes. dear. But to be honest, you know, they watch Family Guy. They've they've heard <laughs> they've heard all that stuff before. <laughs> so he didn't notice uh, any of that stuff neither. So he's fine. Blood, no, I, I, block that out. Swearing, block that out. It's fine. Yeah, Ma- Madeline always says like you know you know sometimes you go to swear and you stop yourself. You go oh. Oh, you know that, all right. Yes, that's my and then when I do yeah. that, when I do that, Madeline goes, "It's okay, Mike. You can swear at me." So that's not the point. I know I could swear. I can say anything I want, but I, I shouldn't, all right? And I know what you—you yeah. you know what the word is. I know, I know. You know what the word is, Madeline. And I know you probably say it when you're at school and amongst your friends and so on, but. We're not going to stand in front of each other. That's just the way it is. Um, 
Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so there's a video, and somebody says, "Oh, you guys should have a Facebook page." Somebody said that to me the other day. Dude, that that's funny. We should. It's true. Yeah, and we I, should do that, shouldn't we? <laughs> we've had a Facebook page <laughs> before ages. Facebook was invented. No, we didn't. We did. But yeah. we've had one for a while. And so if you want to join us on there, we're on the Twitters. Just to remind people, Stu, we're about. You can get us we're all about. week round. Uh, I'm starting way, a new thing. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start a new thing, Stu, as well. Um, it's yeah, got a bit of a ring to it. Twitch Tuesdays. Ooh. All right, okay, okay. Twitch Tuesdays. Well, so I, I, I was going to say, I've kind of started a thing similar to that because I've started doing like a very short Woz game every weekend on a Saturday morning. So he's got Woz Weekend. There you go. Woz Weekend. Twitch Tuesdays. Woz and weekend. I'm going to have so the, Stabbing People Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, being an adult, uh, you know, the time's limited, but Tuesday nights are a good night for me to... Right. Get some gaming in, and I'm not going to play it all night or anything. See how it goes, but I'm going to dedicate myself to playing um, maybe an hour or two on Twitch every Tuesday around eight, maybe eight o'clock. And right, then... and I I'm going to do was Saturdays, and I usually do that around nine o'clock in the morning. So for people around who are off at the weekends, and, and we've yeah, been it's... doing Left for Dead two the last two weeks in a row. So we're going to do probably do something else next week Sunday. It's the PC gaming play date, people. It might happen. Like, as a regular thing. There you go. There you go. You see, doing all this stuff. So, doing all this stuff. So, if you listen to the show every week and you want more of our sexiness, then you can. Stu, carry on with the show. It's all all yours. I was going to say, as as we're talking about Facebook, I I posted a photo up on there last night. because, Because I saw... I saw Jose on the telly and I thought, God, he looks like Chinny. So I posted up a comparison photo on the Facebooks to see what everybody else uh, thought about this. You know, do you... noobs like me, who's Jose? I don't know about this. <laughs> he's, um, I'll, I'll get he's it like up a... on the screen. Let me get it up on the he's screen. Yeah, get it up. See what people think. But it's, it's, it's at 194 people reach. And uh, yeah, it's had three comments and five, six, seven, eight likes as well. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> so there you so go. There I've it had is. There it is. Like Jose. <laughs> gonna, uh, there it is. So there you go. So make your own um, minds up. It's so chat. who is who is he? Who is that person? It, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, a sort of it's, it's like a pop rock group, I guess. So Chinny looks pop like a group okay. of people. There you go. Look, there you go. He does look a little bit like I him. Like- do you not think? I look like a ton of people. Apparently, I look like Andy Carroll. Uh, I had to, I had to do a thing for. We're doing this thing for a, a project that like helps schools introduce schools to sort of creative projects and stuff. And one of them is like filmmaking. So we go in there and we make a, like a fun film with like primary school kids, right? And I went in there, uh, and they was all saying that I look like this footballer that I'd never heard of. I have no idea who he was. And it's like you look like yeah, this yeah. guy. And I'm like, I haven't done. That. I think it's and then, then one kid says, my favourite game is Five Nights at Freddy's. And I said, you, me and you need to talk because that game is awful. Um, and yeah, so that was fun. And then they all wanted me to do my Stewie impression from Family Guy. Apparently I did. I was doing Silly Voices and I did took my... I don't think it really sounds like Stewie, but I did a voice like this. All right, and and um, they're like, do it again, do Stewie again. I was like, that's not Stewie, but you know. Take it home. But... But let me ask you this: that if you click on the comments, uh, somebody thought you looked like somebody else. So there's another photo in there. So that that one okay. was kind of Let's funny. I, it's like Matt. I had a grin. I had a grin at that. Actually. 
He said he looked like somebody else. Oh, apparently, I, I look like uh, Christian Barkley said that I look like Liam Neeson from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. There you go. There you go. Yeah. These aren't bad people to look like, you know. No, no, Hosier's got quite a following, you know. He's, you know, the girls think he's sexy, you know. Well, he is yeah. sexy. No doubt about that. He did the, uh, the Take Me to Church. You know, that song is quite sort of famous at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. so there you go. And, uh, oh, I know so there you go. I know who he is. Yes, I saw him on the Grammys. I watched the Grammys. Yeah, well, that's where I saw him. I thought, he looks like Chinny. <laughs> that's where I saw uh, him. <laughs> I didn't think that. I didn't think that. Uh, anyway, we, we're a video game podcast. <laughs> we, are, we are a video game podcast. It is, things. it is true. But before we do that, there is something I do want to mention. There is a, it's not a story, it's not a story, but uh, Better Call Saul started... Kind of story time. Yeah, Better Call Saul started this week. Did you catch oh, it? That's first we haven't watched it yet. No spoilers, don't talk about it. Moving on. Uh, no, no, I just want to give an opinion. I want to give an opinion. No, no spoilers. Opinion, but you better not say anything that's sort of a spoiler, but not really, because it's... No, no, there won't be any spoilers. Better there are not. no spoilers. Um, Chinny, have you caught this, Better Call Saul? Uh, I have not. No, I'm waiting for the more comment because I like to. I you can watch for free online for 30 days if you're in the US. I don't know about other countries. Nah, we don't it's get on that. Well, you can. It's on, yeah, it's on Netflix, so you can get like a, a one month account for free. No, I don't, account. Chris from Void, Chris from Void Games said to me, "Have you?" Have you and I was like, "Dude, I'm watching it in my own time. Like, I can't wait every week." I made that mistake with the last six episodes of um, Breaking Bad. Like, I just can't. <laughs> wait for that stuff so i need to just wait till they're all come out one season and then just binge watch it that's the way i watch it i mean well here's my opinion anyway it it starts okay it was all right it was all right it was i mean i read some review and the guy's like it's as good as or better than breaking bad i'm like no it's not no it's, no it's see not. the thing is we is really desperate to see this now so it means that we're eager to get this in a way we weren't eager to get breaking bad but that doesn't make it as good as Breaking Bad. But well, the problem is, the problem is, I think, I think um, uh, Vince Gilligan or Villigan, as I call him, he knows that he can't do Breaking Bad again, right? So he yeah. purposely picked a, sort of like a dark comedy because I think it's essentially it's a comedy. Um, yeah. So I think he's sort of purposely made that choice, you know, where it's like, well, I know I can't do Breaking Bad, but I can do something good. So let's do this. Well, put it put it this way: dark is kind of the operative word in the first two episodes. Yeah, there is there is some darkness there, but there is some fan service as well, and I hope he doesn't do too much of that. There was some fan service, so I was like, yeah, well, we get we get the Breaking Bad references. Right, I don't know why. Those in there. I don't know why, but but Ralph Inch just keeps saying my name in the chat. I have no idea I know. why. Who'd have known? Who knows? Who know? Could be Who any reason. Thought- uh, but yeah, it's good. I'm I'm looking forward to the future episodes. It's it started good, you know, so I'm quite I'm quite yeah. happy. And uh, that villain, he knows what he's doing. He does. He does. It's a stylish, who's, you know. Who's you, in you it? Did you say Michael McKean or whatever his name is from Spinal Tap? All right, okay. Blonde guy from Spinal Tap. He's also in Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman and all that. Yeah, yeah, I know who he is, but I I haven't seen him. I don't yet. remember. I mean, I saw him on the nightly show with uh, what's his name, the new show after the Daily Show. So uh, he was he. They mentioned that he's on Better Call Saul. So I have no idea. What uh, he, he he may have not been introduced yeah, just yet. It's possible. Uh, but it, but it's good. It's a good start. So I can definitely recommend people pick it up and watch it if you get a chance to see it because it's. Uh, it started well, and I think it'll it'll hopefully it'll get better. 
And and I like I like the idea that there's some crossovers to Breaking Bad, but I don't want too many of yeah. those. Well, yeah, it's a tough balance. You got to walk there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see how it. Uh, they're uh, talking about the uh, Unity engine in the, in the chat, Stuart. And yes, uh, Elite, Unity, yes. Uh, Elite or Chris Carter from Void. He's talking about the Unity engine because he actually he he works for Void Games where they use the the, the Unity engine. He does. He does. And the first game that I want to talk about, Stu, if I may kick this shit you off, you may kick it off. Go for it. Just do hey, we're it. Talking about is what is that's right. I was just saying you just got to do the thing. Come on, Chinny, you know how this thing works. I know, I know. Just, I should have known better. Wants to keep going on the roll he was on. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Now go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, okay, so the uh, first game that I'll be playing uh, that is powered by Unity uh, is The Golf Club. Oh. oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. The Golf Club. Now, the, the thing with The Golf Club, if people don't know, it's a golf game. No shit. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretty good golf game. It's... Uh, it, how can I say? It doesn't really pretend to be a, like a broadcast. You know how EA games sort of try and put this false idea of like, oh, this is a broadcast, it's commentized, this is like, it's exactly like it looks on TV, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The, the golf club doesn't do any of that. The golf club just goes, hey, you yeah, know, this is a game. And even the commentator is just like, yep, you know, it was a good day today. You didn't do too bad. And... Thanks again. Come again next time. You know, it really feels like you're just playing a golf game. There's no bells and whistles to it, all right. And it doesn't. It does have faults to it. I.e., um, the UI is really bad um, in finding your courses, finding what you. You know, I, I don't know half the course. There isn't just like a simple list in the UI. It's, re- it's really poor. But the the game itself is. Is fantastic. Now I don't know if any of you two like golf games. Any of you two yeah, like golf games much? Time, time, I'm kind of into them. I like them. I don't. I, don't, I, I meant to ask you last week. Uh, you said that Tiger Woods does that thing where you can either use the uh, thumbstick to pull back and swing, or you can do the three clicking one. What does the golf club do for swinging? The the golf club is all analog stick. Okay, so I need a controller to um, play it. You need a controller, but people do play it on the PC. Uh, it is quite popular on the PC. Um, but yeah, it's all analog stick. I don't know. I mean, if you have a keyboard and mouse, I have no idea what it. Maybe you just do it with a mouse or something. Um, but with the controller, you can swap it to either the left stick or the right stick. By default, it's on the right stick. Right. Um, right. Okay. But on Tiger Woods, it's on the left stick. So uh, Serbs, who I've been playing with, um, he changed it over to the left stick and told me to do it, and then I did it and. Uh, yeah, it, I, I couldn't get on with it, so I just had to, um, I just had to go back to the right stick. But yeah, like I said, it's it's not, it's not tr- got any bells and whistles to it. It is what it is. It's a golf game, right? I mean, it it looks okay, but but not great. But here's the thing, right? It's really simple and really hard. It doesn't give you any assists uh, in any way, really. It it you know it it just. It doesn't give you any, you know, like in the, the Tiger Woods games, it used to give you like a putting camera. It used to say, oh, like, you know, this is maybe where you'd go. And yeah. then if you adjust it, you, you, you would adjust it, give me a preview, and right. then it would tell you if it's in or not. And basically just tells you if you're right or if you have to go lift a bit right or left. This is just nothing. You just have to judge the wind, the, the green, the, 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 you know, if you're on the fairway or not. Right. 
all different, all sorts of. That's stuff. like if you're on a slope, it's like real gal. Um, so that's great. So uh, the, the problem was the first round that I played of it, um, I was really, I was really dodgy. I was really dodgy. Uh, and, and I was sort of effing and blinding, and I was, uh, who it, it was it? I think it was I was playing with, and I was like, "What have you? Why have I bought this game? You know, what? Like, this is awful. This is a waste of twenty-seven pounds. It's it's a very expensive game for what it is." So I just, I, I, I sort of kept on going on with it, and then eventually it clicked. It took took about three or four sort of rounds, but I got it, and I love it. And the the thing that keeps me coming back is the tournament that we have going on at the Gaming for the Elderly. I don't, I'm sure you've heard about this, Stu. We have. I have. Sorry, yeah. and, 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 the so, tournament, like, what is it that yeah, you got? Like, what, when you say you got it, like, what, what, is it something in the gameplay? Or did you just persevere yeah, that, until... Yeah, what clicked? What clicked? I think that's a very good question, Eric. That's a very good Why, question. thank uh, you. I'm proud of my questioning skills. Very good. Well I th- done. I think you, you just <laughs> learn to look, to know what to look for. Yeah. Right? And you learn that I mean, for example, I was taking shots and not paying attention to the wind. And the wind's very simple. You know, it's an arrow in the direction and how fast it is. But you you don't pay attention to that. And so you don't really know why you're hitting the ball and it's going off. All right. And then you realize, you go, oh, I should check the wind every time I hit that ball. Every time. So that's, that's one lesson that I learned. And then you also learn that. To, to to sort of almost trust the green, you know when the, when you're on the green, it gives you these sliding little grids, like these little lights. Well, not lights, but like little lines um, fall around. Yeah, to tell you, to, you to show you the slope and which direction it yeah, goes. Yeah, exactly. In yeah, like, yeah. So you've got uh, you've got a little grid that tells you what to to what to do. Uh, I think we've got a spammer in the uh, chat. Yes, we have. Oh no, we haven't. No, we haven't. Oh no, oh, is that Antonio? Antonio. He's well known as. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a spammer. I just saw a big link from Amazon. I was like, hang on, but no, no, we'll let that one. No, no, he's, um, he's asking about advice on a on a laptop, I think. Oh, fair enough. Okay, yeah, carry on, carry on. <laughs> uh, carry on, carry on. Help, help Antonio. Uh, <laughs> yes, but if you would like on, to go on. to squarespace.com. No, okay, so we... The other thing that clicked to answer your question there, Duke, was the, uh, the, the grid on the green. Like, it's... You're very good, Crescent, to trust the grid, to trust the gradient on the green. You know, like you go, all right, it's sloping left, but really, is it, you know, is it that much of a big deal? And you go, yeah. And then I suppose you just get used to, like, this, what what the game's trying to tell you and what the game doesn't tell you. You know, you yeah. get used to... Um, That's true about every game, but it's, it sounds like it's especially true in certain... You know, the more simmy it is, the more simulation style it is, the more you have think to so. learn so. how to deal with those things. And it's it is weird. I mean, simple and you know, it's 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 not trying to do anything else than other, other than just let you play golf. Uh, yeah. I I just I really respect that, and I I really think that that it was made by some real golf fans. You know what I mean? Like they just really love the game and the sport and the craft of it. And the, the other thing that clicked with me really is don't trust the club that they give you yeah. as well, because they give you a club. And that, 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 you know, Woods, like you can always, tr- you're never going to pick a better club than what Tiger Woods hands you. Exactly. Yeah. But look, sometimes they give you a club, and it, it's always, they always give you the same club on every hole. So, for example, on yeah. you know the Belfry or wherever on hole 12, they always give you the same club. So yeah. there was one hole in particular uh, that was on the winter course that we was playing that it was always give you like a three iron. And I'm sorry if you play golf and you have no idea what I'm talking about. They give you a three iron. Which is good for like a fairway, like when you're on the sort of short green. But when you're teeing up, when you're driving, 
sometimes that ain't the best. You three iron for that? Point. Come on. Yeah, sometimes you can on a, on a par three, but well, um, I, I'll tell you yeah. this though: so, I've so, never been on an actual golf course in my life. Everything I know about golfing, just like everything I know about racing cars, comes from video games. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, no, to be honest, the reason why I started playing golf was Tiger Woods. That was the, the real reason why I started playing. Um, me and Marsh uh, were playing Tiger Woods 06, and we played so much of it. It was like, we should, we should, we should, we could play golf. All right, and then we played it and realized that we were awful. <laughs> we and, suck uh, Yeah, we, we, we got okay, better. But I but think it, I think to give it a try because, you know, everyone's bad when they first start. Ha <laughs> ha, you suck. Yeah. Yeah, but that but so, that takes more actual physical eye hand coordination than a video game. Do you know exactly. what I mean? All right. There's so a the, so the, well, arm hand coordination. Oh, the, yeah, this, arm so, that's, hand. So, so that's the game, eye right? So feet. it's a really good, well done, simple but uh, a simulated golf game. So if you like golf, definitely go for it. The thing that keeps us coming back is there's a ton of people playing it at the moment. It's definitely sort of the the sort of the it game with with some of the nerds, I suppose, uh, with the game for the elderly. It's it's the newest sort of uh, competition game. You know, these yeah. games pop up and it's sort of a trials or something like that. The golf club is definitely the newest one to the family, and we're all playing it. And but the problem is, there are some people that are okay, like me. Uh, there are some people that are good, like Step J, and there are some people that are just ridiculous. And I forgot his name. Uh, I haven't. I don't know who he is, but I think he's a member on the game for the elderly, and he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous, and there's somebody on the PlayStation 3 as well. Sorry, the PlayStation 4 version of it as well. Because what they're doing is, no matter what platform you're on, they're congregating all the all the scores into one sort of leaderboard. So we find out who's who's the best. But I can only see when I go into the game, everybody that's played the Xbox One. Right. Okay. Version. So anyway. The, the great thing is, when you go into a tournament, right, you can see everybody's shots. So if you're watching the stream now, sorry if you're not, but you can you can see that there's other balls, golf balls flying around with little squares uh-huh. next to them. Uh-huh. And in the top left corner, it tells you who they are. It tells you, so I can see, for example, when I play my games, uh, Greg DeLacy's, you know, like, I can see his round, I can see Step J, I can see Serbs. But the, this is the thing, you're seeing their best round, because that's the one that, that it's showing you, all right? Right, so, okay. So, you know, the amount of times I've started yes. a tournament and I've done really well and then fuck up a hole and I just go, oh, fuck this, I'm doing it again. You know, I've done that about probably about 10 times, you know. I just go, nah. But sometimes you see their shots and there's like a 30-foot putt and you're just like, shut up. Like, how did you do that? But you don't realise that's probably like the, t- the 10th time they've tried to do this. Yeah, yeah. So you're only but, seeing the best one. Sorry, but it's, it's, uh, there's a great song that goes along with what you were just talking this about. This is my first royalty check from my summer dance jam, Balls. Balls, 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 balls. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, I actually, I actually sang that at a karaoke once. It's hard. Did you? You had to use the screen. You don't know all those words. Yes, yes. I had to. I had. I needed assistance with the with the words. Very complicated. Um, yes, so th- th- that's that's the drawback. You get to see every- everybody else's game in in you know in the golf club, and that's it. That's not nothing new, I suppose, with with Tiger Woods and stuff. But I think Tiger Woods overall just got very messy, you know, like in its in its approach to well, you can do this and you can too. build you know, your career. Tiger Woods is they always feel like they got to add something new, add something new, and eventually. You're playing like golf, trying to hit like a big inflatable dolphin or something, and it's just like, what? Come on, this is just stupid now. 
I think I uh, mean from my from my sort of memory, the biggest sort of advance they did in in Tiger Woods was the last one they made that I remember that was on the Wii. Um, you could actually play in like you know when they had an actual uh, PGA tournament on, you could play in the tournament <laughs> at the same time as it was being broadcast live. Yeah. Which was kind of a cool thing, but also what some other people did was actually uh, there was someone I can't remember who did it now, but they strapped the Wii Remote because it was Wii, Wii Remote Plus thing, wasn't it? So it was like mega accurate, and uh, they strapped it to an actual golf club in the garage and was playing the game in the garage with a real golf club with the Wii Remote strapped to uh, it. I was I strapped I strapped my Wii Remote to a hamster, and I tell you my golf game was terrible. <laughs> By the way, was he not great? Uh, I gave my students this assignment to come up with a bunch of what if scenarios as part of this. You know, how do you generate ideas for making up stories? And this one student wrote, "What if the Xbox One was good?" Ooh, <laughs> oh, burn! burn. burn. <laughs> you should have written back. No, we don't. Uh, we don't agree with that. What if PC gamers aren't full of themselves? All right. Anyway, so That's the golf, right. the golf club. Um, yeah, it, 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 that, that's the draw there. You know, you see, um, like, other people's games. And I think what Tiger Woods did that the golf club doesn't do, and it's a good thing uh, that it doesn't do it, is it, you don't have a character that you level up. You've got a character that you can customize and change yeah. his top or whatever. Well, that's but you don't have a character that's... Yeah, you, you, you don't get better with time or with putting. Every character, everybody that plays... It's not your character doesn't get yeah, better. Yeah, you, you get yeah, exactly. You get better at the game. So you're learning by playing it. You're you're just playing through, you know, an avatar. This avatar does not get better well, over time. It does not hit harder. Right. That means that if you play somebody online, you're not playing against a character who's really leveled up and therefore they're better than you are. It's just about the skill. Just about the skill. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the other cool thing, I haven't really dipped into much of it, uh, is the you can create your own holes. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty in-depth, actually, that you can create your own holes. It's, it's pretty cool and pretty flexible and pretty. Uh, yeah, you can just create mad stuff. That, and, of course, with these sorts of things, um, there, there are achievements, and people have created holes just so you can achieve these achievements uh one of them being hit a ball a thousand yards right which is just ridiculous so somebody's made a course that's just a huge hill it's just a huge hill that and then you so just you hit, hit it down. and it goes all the way down uh there's another one where to, to get a hole in one uh on a customized course there is a there is another another team to get a hole in one on an official course which obviously you can't doctor that but um yeah, got a hole in one just anywhere it just doesn't matter so somebody made a green that's just a big funnel uh, right. with the hole right in the bottom of the funnel so like eventually I mean you don't get it every time but eventually you're going to get it so um, yeah that didn't take too long to do and Serbs was the one that introduced me to those uh, custom c- customised uh, golf courses but I have played Step James um, golf course uh, I'm planning to make one I've sort of working on one I've called it Woodcross because that's the area that I'm from and uh, I-, I was going to um, make it re- just ridiculously hard uh, as hard as I could um, just to see, you know, how I could dick people over. But yeah, I mean, the only problem with, with the, the making the, the golf course is that it, it it's not very quick. Um, it's it's pretty flexible. What you can do, you can add roughs and fairways and bunkers and all sorts of stuff. But it's it's not a very quick process. It takes a bit of time, and you don't press it and it paints it immediately. You know, it loads a little bit, so it's not perfect. But to be honest, like the fact that it's there and it's it's really nice, and you know, you can. You've got infinite courses, you know what I mean? You, there's no 
stop to how many courses there's going to be. So that's really interesting, I think. Yeah, so it's kind of like the golf equivalent of Little Big Planet. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much exactly what it is. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. So I'm I'm really happy with it. And you know, my, just to let people know, my golfing knowledge. I'm not a huge sports guy. I only like sports. I figured this out. I only like sports where the ball stops and you can think about it and then do something. Uh, that, that was the only sports that I like. Um, and yeah, golf is the is the is the one that I really like at the moment. I just I was just in a mood for a good golf game. You know, I was just really in a mood for a good golf game. Uh, there was another game that I was really in the mood for. Uh, yeah, go, go, go. Yeah. Stu. And, um, well, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll say the name of the game and give me a bit of time so I can load up the video. But the, the, okay. the other game that I, was, that I was in the mood for was a driving game. So okay. I, I picked up uh, The Crew, Stu. So tell me about Ooh. your experience with The Crew while I load up the video. Well, yes. Uh, before I do that, though, Mad Watter made a joke. You should mention jokes if people make jokes. Uh, and he said, did, did the Tiger Woods get a mini game where you could cheat on your wife? <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd mention that quickly there. Um, yes, The Crew. Uh, I played it uh, quite a bit on my own, but the most fun I had with it was playing it with Millie uh, because, because she's not particularly great in driving games, so that's funny in itself. And she, she just wanted to travel America. She didn't want to do any of the stuff. She didn't want to you know, do any of the, like, you know, the, the actual game objectives. She just wanted to drive around America. So we just kind of did a cross-country tour of all the major cities in America, and we, we played for probably a good two or three hours just doing that and nothing else. Uh, and we and we Twitch-streamed it, and we sort of chatted, and we had quite a lot of fun and got chased by the cops, and every time she did something illegal and she would just, like, stuff the controller in my hands because she was worried about being caught by the cops and all that sort of stuff. I think um, I remember highlighting... I think I remember highlighting some of those uh, funny moments that you had. On, they on were the funny. It was good. It was it was good fun. It was, it was good. good. It was pretty good. So so yeah, I've been playing the crew, uh, and we're seeing the the very start of the game here. So for people that don't know, the crew is a racing game, um, not simulation. It's it's not quite uh, true to form of how a real car handles by. You know, well, you pop the tires for most of the jumps that you do, um, but it's not quite burnout, isn't it? Either really, like the cars have a lot of weight to them, but the, the whole of America is open to you. You can go anywhere in America, uh, albeit a very small America, but you know, it's 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 all there and different countryside and so on. So I've been playing it, and I really felt like a driving game. I haven't played a driving game for a long time because um, I've been playing a lot it's of sort been of. Been a really good driving game for a long time. Well, yeah, I mean, people would argue Drive Club's pretty good, and yeah. Forza 2 Horizon. Yeah, Forza Horizon 2. Forza yeah, Horizon 2, sure. yeah. Everybody's yeah okay, fine. Them. A good arcade driving game. Exactly, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, last, yeah. the last arcade racing game that I really, really adored Your was fault? Split Second. I absolutely... Split Second. I absolutely loved Split Second. Francisco, dude, hello. No, not Drive yeah, He, he loves Split Second. I remember him I loving that game. Yeah, I, I just, just love Split Second. just so... So much fun. I did like Blur as well, but I think Split Second was the best. I think game. Blur was a, was an underrated game that just nobody picked up. It was a lot of fun, yeah. Blur. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, the, the the crew is uh, you know you, you play as Gordon Freeman, um, and you, uh, you you know you, you're driving around. It's just stupid, you know, like uh, we gotta do, we gotta drive, and all this stuff, and your brother dies or some stupid nonsense, and it's all just ridiculous, all right? And you have to drive to save the day. 
Um, what I will say positive about the crew is that it's very good. Uh, it's very well presented. You know, it's it's very. Sl- I'll, I'll use Fraser's favorite word. It's very slick, uh, it's Stuart. Slick. It's very. It is slick. Sl- it is very slick. It's presented very well, like the animation and the, the, the camera movement, and you know the way, like you know, the, you know the car disappears and you can see inside the engine and it adds something, like you know, it. it really yeah, even yeah, when you upgrade it, it's very cool. It's very cool when you upgrade your car. Yeah, it's very cool, and it makes everything really easy. One of the things that I like about the crew is, you know, you're driving from mission to mission, and there's a lot of distance, isn't there? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot yes. of things. Oh yeah. A lot of things. So what what it does uh, for people that haven't played it, it will give you these sort of missions, but it won't go okay. Congratulations! You know you you've started a mission. Now I've got to stop the game and tell you what the mission is. It's done the very smart thing of this mission. You just drive through it and it goes. You know, and you you basically just carry on the mission as you're driving. And those missions are usually see how far you can go in a short amount of time. In, in, you know, how crash through these barriers or go around these poles. And they're or all do like jumps. Just virtual, There's lots of jumps. Yeah, and little stuff, holograms. Like, yeah, or do a jump that you didn't even see. And I really like that, you know what I mean? Because it doesn't disrupt your drive. It it levels you up, so you can level up your your car, because that's what it's all about, just leveling up your car. And you're you're still going to your destination. So I think that's a really smart addition to uh, to sort of driving, open-wheel driving genre. It doesn't stop you and go, okay, I need to wait there, wait there, I need to like these 500 things, and then then we're ready to go, okay? It just goes. Um, the, the thing that I don't like about the crew is you have to drive to all these locations and, and unlock the satellite. You know what I mean? Like, just, I, I really don't enjoy that. And I oh, yeah. don't enjoy well, it's that, it's that sort of Ubisoft cars. staple, isn't it? Of sort of, yeah. You unlock the map by going to a certain location and unlocking something, because that's what they there's kind a, of do. There's a Ubisoft manual somewhere where they just go, right, is. Uh, day one, can we make all the uh, hot towers, please? That's the first thing they do when they make any game these days. You have to, Holy you have crap. to unlock towers. I'm sorry what? to interrupt, but... I was grading the stack of papers, and I just realized I already graded half of them. They got scores on them in comments. I'm the best. Nice. Sorry. Nice. nice. Very good. It's not, but you haven't you haven't done them nice. twice it's by noise. mistake. Noise. I say you haven't done them twice by mistake, though, have you? No. That would have been funny. I just got them all here, and then like I can just put these in the computer, and I don't have to grade them. Sweet. <laughs> Sorry, as you were. Um. Yes. No, no problem. No problem. Thanks for uh, carry on with the video me. game talk, you know, not the grading talk. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so I've been I've been really enjoying the fact that uh, yeah, you, you know, these driving missions. But I don't really like finding a satellite or finding a hidden car, which you have to do. And uh, I just it takes you off the road, and uh, I don't really care. You know, I just want it to sort of unlock when I drive there. I'm fine with, you know, if I haven't travelled to somewhere. I'm not allowed to fast travel. You know, the sort of fallout Skyrim yeah. model, you know, where if you if you haven't been there, you have to go there. Sorry, that's just what you have to do. I'm fine with that. I don't like getting there and go, right, there's a satellite somewhere. And you're like, oh, you know, I just want to, I want it to just open up when I get there. Um, yeah, so that's okay. There's some story missions and they're pretty, they're, they're okay. You know, they're pretty varied, I suppose, when you, when you, when you get into the, the thick of it. Uh, it's usually, it's usually chasing someone or doing a cool race or, or so on. And oh, the the stream, the YouTube video that I'm showing now just glitched into the side of the road, so that's not good. Um, yeah, it, you know, you, you you have to race and or you have to knock someone off the road. And there's different classes of cars, so there's street and there's dirt and I don't know what else, well, I can't remember what the other ones are. Um, so that's cool, but 
I don't really understand a lot of what's going on. Like you have to upgrade your car and, and it makes it very easy for you. That's what I like about the uh, upgrading system. Stu, did you experience any of this in the beta? The yeah, yeah. I mean, to car? be fair, the the beta was pretty good. They had a lot of the stuff that was in the main game, really. You know, they had, I think it was the first five or six missions that were available in the main game. And you could go anywhere in America. You could do all the upgrading system. And it's just cool. The upgrading is very easy. It's cool because it kind of just splits your engine up and it just puts a new bit on. And it's like, it does like, um, what was that game where the, where the rifles split apart? Was that, was that, uh, um, that was, that was Scroll 3, wasn't it? Was, uh, was, it Ghost was, that, was that Ghost Recon? It's like that, but with a car. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's really cool. Uh, and, but yeah, but what I was saying, it makes it very easy for you to upgrade. You know, when you're, doing a mission you're driving along it'll basically say you if you add this to your car to your car it will make it better you know what i mean like it will make your car better if you win a part that doesn't improve your car it just says i'll just store it in your workroom you you know this ain't gonna do anything to your car if you upgrade you've already got something that's equal to as or or better as um so i like that but the things that i don't like are i feel like the cars are too weighty Um, right okay feels like i'm driving a whale a lot of the time like they really shift over and 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 it's not quick for me like if you crash like it's really uh sluggish and slow and i don't know if that's my car being sluggish or slow because it's not upgraded yet or that's just the way the game is but there's a lot of meat to these cars and they're really weighty and you have to really shift them over to get them moving and i don't like that so much i I prefer my cars to be quite light and just you know easy you know nimble but yeah, I, I feel like in split second the car just went, and you know, if you hit the side or if you hit a post or something, it wouldn't really disrupt too much. You know, I mean, it would just say, oh, okay, whatever. That's what makes Doesn't matter. Racers better is that, you know, there's a place for sim racers and that whole thing, but I'm I'm looking for yeah a more easy experience where you're not punished severely if you hit the side of something. Yeah, I think yeah. I think with the crew, I think they were maybe trying to find that in-between spot, you know, between a sim racer and the... to try and cater to so. all audiences. Yeah, I that never... So, yeah. That, and that might... They may do a good job with it, but I, I think it's better when developers say, we're going to take this position rather than we're going to try to please yeah, everyone. That's, that's what I want. Yeah, because, you know, I, I feel like... Oh, there are some reason The IP was messaging me saying, oh, if you wanted a racing game, you should have played, you know, Forza Horizon 2, you know, there's a game. I still, I still think that's too to simulation for me you know i really don't get on with that sort of stuff right. i, I want to be on a third person view i want to see my car and i want it to just you know bolt i was on the side around if i tell it to go where i pointed um, it if it's somebody it just yeah. bounces off i don't need realistic physics i played a lot of san francisco rush and there was those cars were just ridiculous um so yeah you know it's 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 a good game it's a good game i don't know if it's for me as you can see on the screen you are playing as gordon freeman that is pretty much exactly who he looks like um, he doesn't uh, yeah. like Gordon Freeman. I said that. That was the first thing I yeah, said. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, it, 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 it's 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 okay. I, I I do think it's uh, it's okay. I just I'm just confused as to, to who it's for because me I like my arcade games, but I feel like this is a little bit too slow and sluggish for me. I didn't. It's not quite the arcade racer that I wanted, and it's not simulation enough for the simulation guys. Right. And it's fairly ridiculous in its story. So it, it sort of sits in the middle of like who who is it trying to aim at? And I feel like it loses it loses that battle. You know, Split Second wasn't really pretending to be Forza, whereas I feel like this might have started out as like a uh, maybe like a Need for Speed getaway or you know underground or you know that sort of thing. 
And then there was like, oh no, we got to make the cars more realistic or something. You know, we got to we got to make them give them more physics and and all sorts of stuff. But then they don't crumble and they don't um, damage and so on. So it just really feels like they didn't quite commit to either side and just put this ridiculous story in the middle of it. So it's good. It's well polished. It's well made. And I'll keep playing it definitely. And I play. It, it's all about the crew, right? It's all about co-op and all that sort of stuff. So I played it on my own at the start, and it was pretty, pretty poor. Um, but I also played it with Elite, who's in the chat right now. Uh, I played it with him, and I play. Uh, I played some co-op with him, and it was a lot more fun as soon as I started playing co-op with it. And the co-op works really well. You know, it, it, it doesn't. Um, there are some missions that you have to do on your own, but it doesn't kick the person out. You know, they can just drive around free while you're doing your mission. I thought that was a nice touch. And there are. Basically, I think the, every, I was every, pretty say, much every other mission is a co-op mission, but there are some that are just like, no, you go to this on your own. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think it was more fun for me playing with Millie than it was playing it on my own. You know, just watching what she did and just doing and just coming up with stupid things to do. I mean, can I can I just ask you, are you following the story? Are you doing the missions in the story? Are you just doing your own thing? I have, I have no idea what the story is. I, well, I, I do. I tell a lie. I do. Right, but the story is your brother dies. Spoilers and yeah, he, it's in uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the scene's on the on the stream now. So he dies, and you get blamed for it for no reason at all. For no, any you know, <laughs> they just see you with the dead body, all right, and they go, he he must have done it. That's that's the way police works, all right. It's like he 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 was there. I, look, I finish at nine. I don't want to deal with paperwork. It's obviously you did it, even though it's his brother. So they didn't go, hmm. You know, maybe maybe he would kill his brother. I mean, if we just looked at this, we could find out that he's pretty close to his brother. Uh, anyway, so he goes to jail for his brother's murder, and he has to. He goes underground, and it's like seven years later. He goes underground and and tries to find the person that murdered his brother by racing, not by shooting. <laughs> that's how everybody. So that's the story, and that's the people who murdered their brother. Yeah, let's let's solve this debate by a race. Well, if they, it's question time. It's like if, in if Transformers time, where Megan Fox is in the truck and she's like, I'm going to fix this problem by driving this truck really fast with some rock and roll music. <laughs> Stuart, if, if Question Time solved their debates by racing, I definitely think it would get more viewers. Oh, definitely. That would be brilliant. <laughs> question Time for you, Duke, is, a, is sort of like a political debate. Political show. debate, show. You got your ring binders. Yeah. 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 yeah, they should just get the two like you know two people fighting it out for yeah. the uh, general election. I learned that just from as much as it said you come up with the ring binder and you're like oh, I got to learn all this by next week and the other guy goes with his ring binder oh, I got to learn all this by tonight so fuck off. Yeah, so it, it, yeah, like Mad Mad Water says the the crews are people that pour pour their money all their paychecks into a '95 Honda Civic. Um, you know, I who think would own one of those? Who would own one of those types of cars? Yeah, really. Ninety-five Honda Civic Honda sucks. Civic. Ninety-eight Honda Civic. That's where it's at, man. Now you're talking. Oh, there, there. there we go. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it is because they, they would they would probably play Forza because you know like they're into parts and cars and tires and all yeah. sorts of stupid nonsense. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, but like I, I think if they were to just, just race Honda Civics on Question Time, we get a lot more done. Uh, you know who's who's right or wrong on Question Time? Find out after the break when we put him in on the civics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it, it turns out racism is not okay. He's the winner. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah. So there's the crew. Um, I've been playing other games though, Stuart. Other games. Oh, there's there's more. There's more. What else have there's, you been playing? There's, there's more stuff. It's almost like I've been, you know, playing video games to entertain people. Uh, I know for the show. Amazing. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, the other game that I've been playing, uh, just so you know, is well, <sighs> you know me and Assassin's Creed games, Stu. Yes. I love them. I you love that love stuff. Them. You do love them for all I the faults. I love that stuff. Love them. So yeah, I mean, you know, they they got their faults, but my God, I love those Assassin's Creed games, and it's all about unity. That's what I've been. Oh, uh, that's Jesus what I've been playing. Christ Almighty! And uh, you know, like, this, you're just this like a Ubisoft fanboy, aren't you? I know. <laughs> yeah, it's all. Is it all? Far Cry. The they're crew. upset, man. Oh. They they feel like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So. Um, you know, this this game's been getting a lot of bad press, and I'm like, wow, you know, it's it's, it's really getting a beating. So I, I played it, and I was like, you know, why why is this game getting such a beating? And then I know why, because it's fucking awful. That's why. Ah, uh, Is it really? Is it really? Oof. Okay. 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 I'm gonna do my Joe Pesci impression from uh, Lethal Weapon. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and they let me just you with the drive through. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You like uh, that? You like that? There we go. Ours. You yes, mean to that's say that's that the grits easy. in your house cook faster than the grits in anyone else's kitchen? Hardly Dan called me a Ubi whore. Um, I've been called worse things, Daniel. Worse things. So, um, yeah. Assassin's Creed Unity, you, you, you're sort of thrusted into um, Argo. Uh, he's the main protagonist. He's a 21-year-old young dashing man who was sort of born into the to the Assassin's Guild and doesn't know about it until he gets older and goes thrown into jail. So you know it's pretty standard Assassin's Creed nonsense, and uh, this is yeah no exception to the other ones. Where this one fails, I think, uh, well it, the the whole um, game mechanics have been redone. They've been remastered, redone, reworked, retweaked, whatever you want to call it. So it feels a lot different to any other Assassin's Creed games. Wasn't getting on with the climbing mechanics at all. I fell off buildings a number of times, more so than Assassin's Creed 4. Bear in mind, for people that don't know, I have played Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag twice. Once on the 360, once on the Xbox One, and completed all all the collectibles. And I I did the Black Flag recently over christmas very you know very quickly um, but like we, so, yeah, like we I, said you love you love these games usually don't you, I you do, love them. i do so yeah i mean there's there's just buggy things such as um you know as a character loads in for a cutscene, they they uh they, they sort of just look like they've spawned in so all their clothes sort of like uh, jump in you know what i mean and they, they just look like they've just settled sorry what's um, happening when there's clothes up here oh that <laughs> yeah, it, it, you can literally tell that they sort of just spawned in that sort of thing. I mean, it's a nice looking game. There are some moments in the game when you look at the, the cutscenes or the you find awesome. Yeah, that they yeah when the clouds are there uh, and they're not reacting to the, the the fact that you just spawned into the world. Um, it does look good. Yeah, it's 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 a very nice looking game. But the climate mechanics, I just really had a tough time. I've never fallen off buildings as much as I have in the very you know I played the game for about four hours. Uh, as much as I have in, in Unity. And then there's the other problem of... Uh, uh, well, well, yeah, the the fighting combat. The fighting combat is, is worse, I feel like. Uh, they, they simplified it a lot in Black Flag. Uh, I don't know if you... Did you play Black Flag? I, I did. I played a number of hours of Black Flag. I played quite a lot of it. Uh, and then I, yeah, I sold it on to Verbal Rob. Oh, yes, you, so did. you didn't he, finish he, it, though, did you? I did. 
I didn't know. I I played a good. I probably played probably about fifteen twenty hours. I played a long a lot of it though. Yeah. You right. know, so I had my fill. Hairy muff, fair enough. Uh, so that yeah, I um played the uh the black flags and stuff. That the combat they simplified it for black flag and in Unity, it's the same system. So it's B to counter and sort of X to attack. Yeah. But. It's it's really awkward now. Like you, I don't know. It just this. I don't. Quite, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's really hard to do. And I I feel like it's mostly camera. It's the camera. Like you don't see enemies creeping up on you anymore as much. Yeah, the camera would sort of swivel and turn to an enemy that would potentially attack you, but it doesn't do that anymore. It it just sort of leaves the camera where it is, and it's up to you to sort of swing it around. And that that really puts me off. Um. Do, do, do you think, think they've done that to make it a little bit more difficult, or do you think it's just not very well done? I think there's a line between difficult and um, and fun, and I think they've just gone too far to the to the difficult here. I don't know if they purposely did right. it, I don't, which is what you're asking, Stu, but it's certainly yeah. not fun. You know, because if something's fun, then that's fine, but it, it's just really frustrating. You feel like you're getting dicked with it, you know, and it's not fair. I suppose that's what it is, you know. If, you know, in Super Meat Boy, you, it's always fair, isn't it? You know, if you get if you get killed, yeah. it's fair, like it's on you. Right. Whereas, you know, games like this, it doesn't really feel like it's fair. It's like I didn't even see him, you know, like, and we're so but, used to like. But do you not? But do you not also think that part of the appeal of Assassin's Creed is that you want to feel like a badass when you're fighting. That's the whole point, isn't it? That like you want to feel like you're taking multiple enemies out because you're such a badass at it, and you you're yeah, really. And I, skills fighter that's what you want it to be like that's isn't it? it yeah so that, that's that, that's it so the fact that it doesn't really help you out with the camera i thought i don't know i just i don't yeah the game has the responsibility to, uh, to make that easier i think and if, if it's i mean you know I, I can sort of see if you're trying to say Stu, that part of feeling like a badass is being able to execute a difficult series of moves well okay yeah you don't want it to be too easy or you won't really feel like a badass you're just holding a button down or something so, yeah, yeah. On the other hand, I think that if it's too hard, then it's the opposite thing, and you don't feel like you feel like an idiot. You feel like you suck. Yeah, and this this isn't trying to be Dark Souls or Bloodborne, right. is it? This is no. this is meant no. to be sort of fun to play. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, exactly. I think it's partly because again, like they put this game out every year. Not the same game, obviously. It's a different game, but you know, it seems like they've got to tweak little things here and there. So it's like, what's going to make this game stand out? We'll make the climbing harder. We'll make the combat a little more, more wonky or whatever. I don't, I don't think they've purposely done any of this, though. I, I feel like it's just a result of them reworking the engine or, or whatever, because they've added a lot of indoors to this game. You know, if you go around the city, yeah. um, there, there, are a lot, there are a lot of windows that you can climb through now. There was some of that in Black Flag where you could go through and it would sort of just do it automatically. But there's a lot of windows, and you, the way you go into those is you press left trigger, and it just right. isn't. It just doesn't even work that well. You know what I mean? Like it just. It, it it feels like it just doesn't work. And the enemies see you from miles away. And I, I am aware that, you know, the enemy would see me in that position. But it feels yeah. really. They're, they're not as generous uh, with the, the enemy sites as they were in previous games. And that throws me off. You know, maybe it's something that I've got to get used to. So I played a couple of hours in it, and then I played co-op because the big draw of Assassin's Creed Unity is the co-op, right? So Absolutely. Yeah. Me and Marsh. Me and Marsh jumped into to the co-op and we, we, we started some missions. First of all, it, it, it sort of, you can go into each other's game, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't let me go into Marsh's game, but Marsh could come into my game. I have no idea why, um, but that, that was just the way it would, it would work. So that happened, and then I had to sort of unlock co-op missions, but you can't synchronize towers in co-op. I had to, to, to get back out of co-op, uh, yeah, co-op so I could 
synchronize the towers and oh, then yeah. bring it back in so I could see the co-op missions. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's just a result of me playing co-op too early, I suppose. But it did say I could play co-op now. Anyway. Um, yeah, but then, but what what difference does it make? If you, you if you synchronize a tower while someone else is in your game, what difference does it make? Why can't you do exactly. that? Yeah, I don't know why you can't do it. Coming from, I've just come from the crew, which is a Ubisoft game as well, and you can pretty much do everything while there's a co-op partner in there. And I realise the game, yeah, you know, they've yeah. got different different complexities and it's different types of game. I get that, but sure, they knew the value of that in the crew, but they didn't know the value of that in Assassin's Creed Unity. So that just makes me think that it's a technical reason why they couldn't do these things. Anywho. So we did that. Well, I unlocked a few sort of terrorists, so we unlocked a few co-op missions. Turns out me and Marsh are the worst assassins in the world. <laughs> uh, we are is, terrible. It, is it similar to your, to your Far Cry endeavours? Did you just go running in? Is it because it's just, you know, okay, we're going to, I think we've got to, uh, oh, no, I've accidentally dropped down. Now everybody see me like, just go, just go crazy. Everybody kill everyone. <laughs> oh, no, I'm down because you only have about three bars of health. Uh, and no, get me up. No, I'm down again. And I didn't even try to do a Leroy Jenkins. I, 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 it just happened, right? You know, Accidental just Jenkins. Uh, anyway, so we, we didn't come away from the court very you know, we didn't have nice words to say about Assassin's Creed. After you weren't the, after impressed. The is what wasn't saying. impressed. So the next day, uh, or the, yeah, the next day, Marshy texts me and said, I played a bit more of Assassin's Creed and it gets better. It's not great, but it gets better. This is the other thing I haven't told you. Now, you have to unlock abilities in Assassin's Creed now. This is something that they haven't really introduced yeah, before. Yeah, but do, so, you know, do you know the thing, though? It's, it's kind of getting like... FIFA games and like American football games, it's like because they bring out one every single year, you know, and similar to COD. I should have through. made that point. They're, they're, they're just having to add something little every time because that's all it was they can ever do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There, there is a bit of that. It's got the it, FIFA it, problem, so hasn't it? It's weird though because usually it's too. I feel like this has took a step backwards because. In most Assassin's Creed, in fact, all Assassin's Creed games, I can't speak for the um, the Vita one because that's the only one I haven't played. But uh, all the ones that I've played, there are certain abilities as an assassin that are open to you straight away, such as sitting on a bench. Yes, sitting on a bench to hide yourself among civilians. This is now an unlockable upgrade. Oh. Wow! <laughs> that is I just can't sit on a bench until I earn the right to sit on a bench. Um, it's just, but it's, it's almost like they've gone. I'm oh, sorry, I was just going to say it's almost like they've gone right in in sort of Assassin's Creed Two and Brotherhood. This was a fun experience, you know, and like the ships in Three sort of introduced something, but didn't really fully utilize it. But sort of when it got to Four, it was it was kind of fun, wasn't it? To to sort of you know be a captain of these massive ships on the sea and and sort of do all the battling and stuff. And it's almost like they they went, right, now we need to just make as much money out of this franchise as possible and at the same time suck all the fun out of it. Do you know what I mean? Suck it all out. I think you're right. So, so, yeah, they've they've taken abilities that you have done since... I mean, you, you can't kill two people at the same time. So something that, that has been... Well, you, you, you don't get it straight away in Assassin's Creed 2, but you, you get it when you get your second blade. 
you know yeah, so that makes right. sense it makes sense it makes sense why it makes you can sense. suddenly do like, it. i mean yeah uh, you know you you just have one blade given to you and you can't kill two people until you knock this aggressive and it just says like hold on I, I, i've been able to do this. kenway who wasn't an assassin he just murdered an assassin and stole his thing. Couldn't do any of these, right? Why can't this person that's born into the... I suppose they all, they're all born into the, the bloodline, but Kenway just didn't know. But they're all born into... Why can't... Has this person grown up all his life, 21 years, not being able to sit next to strangers on a bench? Is this something yeah. they just can't or, do? Or, or walk into a crowd of people? <laughs> yeah. Can't, I mean, you can't do that, thankfully. God's sake. Well, you um, can't so do that, there are some. Yeah, yeah, they, they didn't lock everything, so it's not crazy. Uh, it's, there's <laughs> no. really weird decisions, really weird decisions like that that I've made for this game. Um, and, and I don't want to be one of these... Uh, I, I, it feels different. This game feels different to any Assassin's Creed game I've played. And I can understand why Rogue might, might be more appealing to people, because I don't want to sound like one of these people that counts frame rates, because I certainly don't. You know, if a game drops frame rates... I don't complain about it immediately. You know what I mean? I don't go, oh my God, how dare the, the, the game drop frame rates? You know, it's just, there's a lot of stuff going on on the screen and it's dropping frame rates. Halo Wars drops frames when there's a lot of stuff on the screen. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that. There is a noticeable difference with this game dropping frame rates. It really becomes noticeable. Um, and in a game where you're running and chasing and, and, and tailing people, it does start to impact on your enjoyment of the game. So I don't want to be one of these guys that say, oh my God, it's unplayable. 22 frames instead of 25, it's ridiculous. Uh, I, I, I don't want to be one of those guys, but I'm sort of, I am being one of those guys where you just think, oh my God. You know, oh, when it becomes an issue, especially for someone who doesn't really care about it, I mean, that's that can be a problem. It is important. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, it's I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I was, I was gonna say, say I was I'm, playing. I'm not a. I'm not a massive graphics whore. I'm not a person who counts the frames. I don't mind if I get don't get maximum specs. Uh, graphics it doesn't really bother me too much. You know, I like a game to look good, but you know, as long as it looks okay, I think I'm more like you, Duke, in that category. You know, as long as it runs well and, and, and stuff like. About minor aesthetic details. But to be honest, I think with this game, I mean, there, there are a lot of AI and they said like, oh, everybody in the AI crowd is super smart this time. I was like, no, they're not. They're just as stupid as they was in any why other Assassin's Creed game. Why would that be such a big draw? I don't understand. I don't I don't get that. Because it's, it's just another tick, isn't it? It's right. just another it's just, quote they can put on the box. Right, right. Uh, Sidereal. 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 Yeah, from on the chat said, ask me, am I doing a lumpy space princess impression there? That was exactly what it was. Well done, Sid. I I did that for anybody that would notice. I'm a god, princess from but, Adventure Time. But the point I was going to make was, um, like in this game, sort of running and the parkour and the sort of climbing buildings and and running out is is kind of an integral part of the game, isn't it? Because that's like yeah. a lot of the missions revolve around you doing that. So once when it starts juttering and, and sort of slowing down that's a problem because that's something yeah. you're doing a lot in the game and likewise i was I saying i was playing playing monstrum today right earlier on monstrum, and in monstrum, monstrum monstrum you have to run away from the monster well i had it set on originally on high settings at 1080p and on high settings it, when i was running away it started to stutter and when you're running away and you've got to turn a corner quickly and get up some stairs to escape that doesn't work very well you know what I mean? It's 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 irritating, but also it impedes you, you know, escaping from the monster. 
So all I did do was go into the settings and turn it down to medium, and then it was fine. But you can't do that with this because it's it's fixed at whatever the developer fixed it at on the Xbox One or the PS4. That's kind of what you get. Yeah. So you can't even alter it or lower the settings to make it run more smoothly. Right. No, I think that that's what I was thinking. Of. You know, if I was playing a PC, right? If I was part of the Master Race, which I'm not, because um, only nerds. I, 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 that group. Exactly. I can understand. You know, look, frame rate. Look, PCs are different. Everybody's PCs are. Di- you know, they're different. People put them together and all sorts of stuff. So it's very difficult to sort of make those run. The same on everyone, you know, because it depends. There's a lot of dependables on those. On a console, though, like the reason why I, I'm I'm part of the peasant race is because I don't want those complexities. I don't want, you know, to put in a game and an update thing. Well, you, you, I, you still do that on these games, but I don't want to like, put in graphics cards and all sorts of nonsense and look at my frame rate. You know, how, how quick it clocks over. I want the game to work. You know, which is which the, is fine. The advantage but for developers. Go on. I was going to say, would it be that difficult for them to put in a low, medium, and high settings on a console now that the Xbox One and the PS4 are so close to like a proper PC anyway? So, would yeah, that be an issue? Though, I, 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 a lot of PCs are more powerful than the PS4 and the Xbox One, right? So, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So to put a game on an Xbox One at max settings shouldn't be difficult. The best thing about consoles is they're uniformed; they're all the same. Right? Every Xbox One is the same. Every PlayStation 4. Same, right? So they know what what the cons- what what the what the limits are, and they should push to those limits. I don't want to worry about frame rates. It, the the thing that I don't care about frame rates. If somebody says the game runs thirty and it should be sixty, I was like, as long as it's locked into what it, you know. Every GTA game has been thirty frames per second, and it's you know it's locked on thirty frames per second. Um, I, that 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 doesn't bother me at all. Like it's fine. And if it drops because there's tons and tons of stuff happening on the screen, but Assassin's Creed really starts to chug along, um, and it, it bothers me. It bothers me. But do, but do you not think that's a fault of us as game players that this happens? Because it's it's become kind of a pissing contest, hasn't it? Because like developers and gamers want to go, you know, oh well, on my console it's 1080p and it runs at 60 frames a second, but. Because the expectation of games is that's what they're going to get, then developers try to give them that. But because they try to give them that, it doesn't run as well as it could do if they just dropped the settings of it. You know, just maybe didn't try and push it too hard. Well, we, we know, do you know what I mean? That, we're we're part we know, of the problem. No, no, I don't think so. I don't agree with that. I, we know that they dropped the resolution of the game to 900p, right? Because... But it still wasn't feel, enough, I, though, was it? It still wasn't enough, but you can tell why now. You know what I mean? You you understand why, because this game just didn't run, you know, as well as I think they would want it to. I think they, this game needed more time in the oven, you know. I really feel like under another year of development that this game could probably be the game that they want it to be. Um, but they but they backed it's, themselves it's, into a corner now, though, haven't they? Because they insist on releasing one annually every single year. Exactly. And as yeah, a result, I, I really want, what I really want is I want Assassin's Creed to not come out for two years. You know, yep. because I, I miss the I don't I don't have to wait for an Assassin's Creed game anymore. You know, by the time I finish this, then I'll play Rogue, then maybe I'll try Liberty. I've I played look that's three Assassin's Creed games that I'll play. Even if I don't play Liberty or yeah, is it Liberty or 
Um, liberation. Liberation, sorry. Yeah, Liberation. And Rogue. But Rogue, if I, if apparently I play this, everyone loves Rogue. If I play this that's and Rogue, props. that's two Assassin's yeah. Creed games that I played this year, and then a third one will come out at the end of the year. That's, that's too much. Like, I need to miss the game. I don't miss it. I don't miss the game at all. So yeah, and I, I, I really think, want Ubisoft I mean, to just thing. knock it on the head. Yeah, but they don't. And the other thing is, that because of the way that they can just do updates now, once it's been released, they're doing similar things to what they did on PC games not very long ago, where because they have the option to update it after release, they just do that, don't they? Just go, well, if it doesn't work quite right, don't worry, we can patch it afterwards, it'll be fine. You know, we'll just get the game out there, and then, you know, people are going to buy it because they love Assassin's Creed anyway, so we'll still sell a bucket load, whether it works or not. We'll get a bit of bad press, but by next year, they'll have forgotten about that, so it'll be fine. Uh, do you know so what I mean? That's that's what happens. Have short memories. There's no doubt. About it. They do. It's they true. Do. They're very yeah. They can be short-sighted in that that aspect. But the, the, so Marshy texted me and said the game gets better with time. Right. That that's sort of yep. where I left off. He says it, play it a bit more and it gets better. And to his word, he was right. You know, I did play it a little bit more and unlocked a few more abilities and. I was getting it a little bit better. You know what I mean? I, I could at least sit down on a fucking bench and I could stab two people. Oh, uh, and yeah, that was bench sort of, sit. That's a good yeah, feature. Yeah, bench sitting. As soon as you um, sit, man, the game... It's like Final Fantasy IV or fourteen or whatever it was. Like, once the, you get bench sit, it's like, you know, it opens. Yeah. You and got the stuff you got at the beginning of the last game. <laughs> it does It does sort of feel like a more sort of old-school Assassin's Creed, like 2 or, or, or uh, Brotherhood, because you're not on a ship anymore. And I know a, a lot of people play like the ship combat, and I did as well. But I don't I, I don't want to knock them for trying something different. I don't, I, in fact, I respect them quite a lot for saying, you know what, we had the ship mechanic, and it's great, and it's in Rogue, but we want to do our own thing here. Yeah, I, I really like that, and I think that's cool. So uh, it is getting a little bit better, but it's 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 tough for me to go back into. It's really hard for me to to pick it up. I, I've been playing the golf club most of the week. You know, I want to play golf. That's and, and I'm playing one of the biggest games that came out of last year, and I have no urge or like drive to to play it. But I do have a drive to improve my drive on golf club. Club. I think I think the the, the point I want to make here is though it's like you say it's one of the biggest games, but Definitely not one of the best games. Okay, no, no, no. Look, you look at money and public sales wise. Sales wise, it still did pretty well. And sales wise, yeah, budget, money, sales. Like this is one of the biggest games that were released last year. But like in terms of like critic acclaim and quality, it ain't there. No, and I think I think that's the problem. I think that's the problem. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep giving it a go. I'm you know I'm not gonna give on Assassin's Creed. You know I played through Revelations and I actually. In hindsight, I think three is okay. You know, a lot of people hate you three, but when you play this, you go, "Oh my god, three was okay." It was, was great. Right. Three was, <laughs> it was, three was really game good. of the year material compared to this. Um, so I'll, I'll go through it. You know me. I like to finish my games, and I'll finish the crew. Uh, I've also, as I said at the start of the show, I've been playing a little bit of Counter Strike uh, Global Offensive. It's not my sort of game. I've been playing it on Steam. I played it because Jimmy's really into it, and I want to sort of. Uh, the twins are growing up now, Stu. You, you, you've, you've gone through this. You've got a daughter who's grown up. I have. I have. And I, yeah. uh, you, you make a, a big effort to sort of be into what they're into, right? You know, like you... You, you try. You, you try. try and get it. To, and, and I realise a part of them growing up is realising that I'm not so cool, uh, that I'm lame. I, I get that, right? I, I understand that. But I, I still want to sort of be, like, relevant. I want to know what they're doing. You know, I want to know what they're thinking I, just out of interest i want to know what games they're playing you know i want to know what goes on in a in a, in a child's head when they think video games 
because what they think and what we think are completely different things. Mm-hmm. You know, they live in a completely different world where they watch YouTube videos of people playing games. Like, who would even set up such a thing? You know what I mean? Like, who would, who would do such weird. a thing? Um, it's just weird. But, but they live in a world where Madeline would rather watch somebody play The Walking Dead than play it herself. Pie. Yeah. <laughs> and she's watched The Walking Dead season two so many times out of order. She has no concept of the story anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? She just doesn't know what's going on. Um, so, yeah, I played Counter-Strike Go. It's really good. Um, I played this on the 360, and it's you know it goes without saying, really. I know this, uh, but it's way better on the PC. Um, but it's very difficult for somebody to jump into this this world. Um, but it's really good. I like it. And to see Jimmy on it is just it's just something else, you know. A ten year old boy. Just... It's it's cool watching kids be really good at something. Oh yeah, Jimmy is cool. really good at really good. Yeah. At it. Yeah, it is cool watching. So, if you want to watch my first experience of Counter Strike Global Offensive with Jimmy, that will be uploaded on the YouTube's um, already. If you listen to the recorded version, but if you're in the Twitch channel on our YouTube channel, Veteran Gamers UK, it'll be on there sometime this week, maybe mid midweek yeah. Wednesday. And is, that's me. Is that it for you? Is that yeah, it I've, for been you? Playing, I've been talking oh, a lot, so I'm gonna. Sure, I know, I'm, I know. Eat, I'm gonna eat my jammy you, dodgers. You eat eat some, jammy I'll dodgers. go quickly because I'm sure Duke has a lot to talk about, so I'll get mine out of the way. And then we'll I want to make. On to well, I think we all know what Duke's going to talk about. I want to before Duke talks about the topic. Can I make a rule before we do it? Like I won't talk about you, it now, but I want to make a rule. You can. Okay, so rule, you, you yeah. go ahead and talk about whatever you got to work. Okay, so I got Evolve. I'm going to start with the biggest game I played. This yeah. Week. So I got Evolve. So the PlayStation um, Four or the PC. Uh, PlayStation 4 in the end, because I thought, you know, uh, Feng Chui's getting it on the PS4, so I've got a few people. I did put a post up going, is anyone playing it on PS4? I want to play with people. Because up to now, I've only played with randomers or played in solo mode, so I haven't managed to really play with anybody I know, which is which is sad. I'm a sad I'm sad about it. Well, it's a game that's it. supposed to be played together with friends. Exactly. You should have got an Xbox One then, shouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Anyway, anyway... Um, I'm up to I'm up to level six already. I've I've managed to level up my character to level level six, so I'm doing well. I'm playing the support in the main. Uh, a, a couple of times it's thrown me in as a monster. I have absolutely no clue what I'm supposed to be doing monster. as a monster. I, I played as a monster once, and it was a very very easy game for them. I'll just let you know. It was it was with me. <laughs> the, the two times it happened, I just got killed big time. I got I mean I got my head around the eating thing and and sort of evolving up, and I did get to level three. As a monster, but still got killed, which is really bad. Because most times when we've played against level three monsters, it's it's a tight game, and you know it's a fifty-fifty whether you're going to win or lose. You know, because because level three monsters are hard to kill. Uh, but I I just sort of gave it up, man. I was just like, no, you just kill me. It's fine. Um, but playing the support, I'm 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 a pretty good support, and I played uh, one of the best games I played wasn't actually a very long game, uh, and I played as a trapper. And I don't often play as a trapper, you know, but I can do it. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty good trapper. And uh, we managed to trap the monster really early on in the game. So we, we, we got a load of health off it. And I like then the trapper we, class, by the way. I really like the trapper class when I play. It's good. It's really good. But what was cool was we, we it was a good team. They all knew what they were doing. So the medic was shooting the tracking darts into the monster so we didn't lose it after the after the actual dome went down. And when we when we trapped it the second time... Um, what I did was go around, you know, like the uh, the anchor things, you know, like the 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 like darts, like yeah. harpoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. So what, what I did? Yeah, little harpoons that you fire into the ground and they automatically yeah. attach themselves to the monster, isn't it? 
Ah. Yeah, they do, but they have to prime, so it does take a little bit of time before they're actually doing it. But what I did was I set, I, I sort of fired a load into the grounds around all the exit points in the area. So whilst they were sort of taking care of the monster, I was going around as a trapper, setting traps. So I was I was doing my role properly, and. Anyway, the, the dome came down. The, the, obviously, the monster tried to escape. But as he tried to escape, he ran into a load of harpoons. So it sort of pulled him back in. And then everybody sort of was shooting him again. And eventually, we just sort of killed him. So it was, it was a really cool, like, well, lots of strategy. And, and I think that's what, you know, makes this game cool. Is like, once, once you get your head around how to play the character to, to the best of your abilities, that's when it kind of comes into its own. And you need a good team. I mean, God, I played. I played with some real, real bad random players that have not a clue what they're doing. And I get that, right? Because a level one, they've probably never played it before. But but it's so hard when you get and they're running off in their own little world, going off in the wrong direction. You know what I mean? Not tracking the monster at all. The amount of times when I've been with a bad team and sort of I'm with the monster on my own and there's nobody else there, and and that's that's really hard when you when you're there and you sort of looking on the map and the miles away from where you are and you're like oh my god the miles away um so i've done a lot of that and 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 today for the first time i've checked out the and i've mainly played hunt so i haven't really played much of the other of the other game modes uh but today i thought do you know what someone said if you want to if you want to level up it's it's best to do it playing the the sort of the the solo mode because obviously the monster's not as hard to kill you know as a human opponent and and you get more XP, so I had to go with this, and it's it's like the story mode, if you will, which lasts probably about forty minutes. Forty minutes to go through the story mode. It's story, 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 story time. So it's 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 kind of not really a story mode at all. It's just it's kind of just all the different game modes, and you have to. It's called evacuation. So you basically got to save the people on the planet. That's yeah. that's kind of the thing. Awesome. It's been overrun with monsters. You got to save them. Um, but what's kind of cool about it, and this is the reason a lot of people do it before they play the multiplayer, is that the more people you save, the bigger the XP reward at the end of the game. And I managed just by playing one 40-minute session of that, sort of leveled up two lots. So I went from level four to level six uh, just by playing that one game. Uh, and it was quite cool. It was cool playing the other modes, but it, it kind of degenerates still into killing the monster. So even though... They've kind of made up these cool modes like, you know, ones like, you know, the nest mode where you've got to you've got to destroy the eggs and the monster's got to protect the eggs. And also sort of they can release the eggs to, to sort of send like mini versions of themselves to attack you. But it kind of just still devolved into hunt mode, really, where you're just trying to kill the main monster. And that that still ends the game. So there's kind of that, and then the the only one that I did like, which I thought was was a, a different mode, because there's another mode where you've got to save survivors, so you've got to run out, and they're sort of in the wilderness, as it were, and you've got to run out, and you've got to bring them back, and then they get collected by the shuttle above, so you've got to wait 30 seconds for that to sort of come and get them and all that, and you've got to protect them against the monster. But again, if you kill the monster, then that's the end of that round. Yeah. So again, it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's, it can still devolve into that, just sort of kill the monster. Um, but then there was one mode called Defend, and that I liked because it was different. And, and you've got to, there's like generators, and it's kind of like their version of Horde mode. So you've got kind of one main monster, but then there's lots of minion monsters that spawn every like 30 seconds and come and attack these generators, and there's like three-stage generators, so they, you know, they blow up the first one, then it moves on to the second, and then the third, and if you don't sort of stop the main monster by that point, 
it, it sort of brings up. But because there's like little minion monsters, you kind of whereas you you know in the other modes you can just kill the monster with that, you can still kill the monster, but you've got the minion monsters to worry about at the same time. So there's kind of this secondary objective that stops you just killing the monster. And I imagine playing that in multiplayer would be kind of a lot of fun, uh, more so than hunt mode. I think I think that was kind of a more interesting mode to play. But again, I need to I need to play with people, so I need more PS4 players. And I like it, by the way. I do. I am enjoying it. Uh, and there is that one more game draw to it, definitely. You know, you finish around and you're like, right, I'm gonna play again. Especially if it's close. You know, if you the if thing you're close is, though, winning. Stu, uh, does it have that? Do you think it's gonna have a lasting appeal? I mean, with you, no, because you don't stand again for more than three hours. But um, do you think people will keep coming back to this game? I think so. I think it, I think if you get in with a good group of friends and you play it a lot, I think there is some challenge there. And, and I mean, obviously, you can tell when you're playing the game, you can tell the difference between the people who now ha- know how to play a monster and the people who don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you can tell the good the good players, the ones who know how to kick the shit out of you, and the ones that are kind of don't really know what they're doing. Um, and I, I think this game's got a lot of them for. Criticism. If you go on Metacritic, it's got like user scores like very ropey. Right, um, user scores are always bollocks, aren't it? And and it's the same. It's the same on Steam though as well. It's the same on Steam. And the reason for it is that they did all this crazy DLC thing at the beginning of the game release. You know what I mean? Every outlet had a different DLC package, and then there's all these different versions of the game you could buy and all this crazy stuff. They should have just kept it simple. You know what I mean? They were just trying to milk. Again, it comes back down to this trying to milk too much money out. To people, yeah, it's like for God's sake, just just release a great game and rely on the game being great for people to buy it. You know, don't you don't need to do all this other shit that just pisses people off. And that's that's what they kind of keep doing. They just keep pissing people off by Let's trying to off, yeah, trying to trying to milk as much money as they can. Um, but I played against all the monsters. The Wraith, which is the one that's on screen now, is really hard to play against because it can kind of do this teleport move and all this crazy stuff. Uh, so that's I like the Wraith. That's that's a, a really challenging monster to, to play. I mean, everyone's seen Goliath, which is one that breathes fire. Uh, and then there's Kraken. Kraken. Release the Kraken. Uh, is, Kraken, uh, which kind of flies around. So the sort of Wraith and Kraken kind of float about and stuff. Uh, and they have these interesting um, mechanics. What it's done as well, which is kind of an interesting way of doing it. Obviously, when you start the game, all the extra hunters are locked. Uh, apart from the initial starting ones. And to unlock them, you have to use the skills in the game to unlock them, which I think is kind of a good move. Um, but it also takes time then to unlock the other, you know, because I want to play with the other support characters to see what their skills are like. Yeah. And I do think... The longevity of it, isn't it? That's them trying to yeah, extend yeah, the... Sure. It's retention, right, isn't it? It's like they're, they're trying to get people... I think it's partly that, but it also makes you use the skills in the game. You know, because you know that the only way you're going to unlock the other characters is by, you know, because you could just use the orbital attack and, you know, your, your main gun all the time and never bother with a shield. Yeah, that's true, because I suppose that's a good thing about achievements as well. You know, you look at achievement and you go, oh, I'll play the game like that, and you don't do it. So yeah. that's, I suppose that it's trying to coax you to do different. It does, but it also makes you realise that when you start using the shield, actually that's quite a good strategy. So you can shield the assault, and then he can lay on the damage without getting damaged by the monster. Team, do you know what I mean? The win, absolutely, and I think it does. You know, the just unlocking characters encourages teamwork. Yeah, in a way, um, and and obviously you do realize as you play the game, the more you play as a team, you know, if you get into a good team, you can tell the difference between that and and one that doesn't really know what it's doing. 
So it, it it is great, you know. So I can't I can't recommend it. I don't mind recommending people should give this a whirl because it yeah. is pretty good. Um, I also, as I mentioned, I do was Saturdays now. So I did play uh, Flower uh, this Saturday again from start to finish. And the do you know what? Game. Do you know what though? That game Weird. is still great. I still love that game. Oh, and it looks amazing on the PS4. I've got to say, it does look fantastic on the PS4. Yeah, nobody ever disputed. I think Flower was. Uh, I think Flower was the original was game that we talked about. Said, am I? It probably am I on this podcast anymore? Are you? Yes, is, are you, you are. To Duke? Are you listening? <laughs> but yeah, it it was. It just looks amazing. Yeah, and and I don't know whether this was in the. I don't remember this being in the original game, and I could be wrong. Could be wrong. But when you finish the game. Um, a kind of extra level opens up, and it's like a picture frame with a picture in it. And when you when you go into that level, it's it's the credits, and it's sort of little bits from every level of the game, and you play through it to get the names of the people yeah, who made that, the I game. Yeah, that was in the game. I think that was in the game. I don't ever remember doing that, so I must have missed it. I must have never done it. Or you might only get it if you unlock enough of the petal things. You know, if you get enough of the secret flowers. Yeah. So you have to get the secret flowers, don't you, in mm. each level? Oh yeah, uh, secret flowers, uh, uh, Easter eggs, secret flowers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do you know what though? It is. It is. It's just such a fun. That's fine. A fun and, you know, more power to you. Yeah, it's very relaxing. And it was. It was a lovely game. It was a nice game to play on Valentine's Day as well. I thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, flower Valentine's Day, all that kind of jive. Um. So yeah, I played that. That was a lot of fun. Uh. Also played Monstrum, as I mentioned earlier. I played a bit of Monstrum today. That was today. A Twitch stream that as well. And that game is hard. That is a hard game. You know, because it's permadeath. You, I got, I didn't get anywhere close to escaping the ship. And you know, you know, Chini, when we played it, and you just had to get to that raft. Yeah, you know, like the yeah. Survival. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's gone. That's not in it anymore. Now, now it's a helicopter on the on the top deck, and there's uh-huh. a submarine on the lower deck. Right. To, to so you sort have to go either one. Either one, but you've got to collect all the bits you need. So when you get to the helicopter, it tells you what you need to escape using it. So you have to get a bolt. What do you need? What do you need? You just get in a helicopter and fucking go. No, it's it's sort of strapped to the deck with with metal ropes. So you have to get bolt cutters to cut them. You need the key to it. You need a knife. You need a Stanley knife. And the equipment, um, the equipment to refuel it. So it's no fuel. About Stanley, it was more of a parable, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. But. They've added another monster, so there's two monsters hunting you down now at the yeah, same yeah, time. That's great. So one's you know the one with the glowy eyes, that's obviously still there. One with glowy eyes. But they've also added in more of a like it's like a smoke, it looks like black smoke that travels along really low level on the current, so you don't always even see it coming for you. And then when it when it rears up it's like an alien. Is it based on the, it, the smoke from Lost? It kinda looks a bit like that. It kinda looks that's a bit just... like that. But I just my like to, God, to feel the earth beneath my feet every now and again. I do apologise to anyone watching me watching me play this on the stream because I did squeal a few times whilst squeal. I was playing. <laughs> because it, even playing in daylight, it is a pretty creepy game, and it does a great job. The incidental noises, you know, the sort of background noise of the ship is, you know, like Dead Space. How cool that was with the background noise. Well, yeah. And well, it does that. It does a lot of that sort of stuff. You know, and there's little mini puzzles. You find a fuse, and then you find a room that's locked, and you have to put the fuse in the fuse box. You know, nothing too taxing, nothing too taxing. But it's certainly, uh, it certainly sort of screws with you. And like, you know, the the torch runs out after a bit, and I'm not kidding you. Once that torch runs out, you can barely see anything. Uh, so I'm I'm considering turning up the gamma next time I play it, that I can actually still see without a torch, 
you know, even though that's a little bit cheaty type of stuff. And what they've added in, they've added story in the in the form of diary pages. Mm. So so you can collect diary pages, and that sort of gives you an inkling of what went down on the ship and what's happening. Um, and what's the cool thing about the notes is when when you collect them, you keep them. So they they're persistent, even though the game restarts each time, and it's completely procedural. So no two rooms are ever in the same place twice. You're never you never spawn in the same place to begin with. You know what I mean? It's all sort of fairly random. Uh, but the notes are persistent, so you always have those. You know, if you've collected them, you keep them. So that's kind of cool. So you can obviously keep searching for those as you play the game. So so that's that. And then the only other thing, and I can't really say I played it because it's not strictly a game. Um, but on Kotaku, they did a... And, and you're going to hate this, Duke, right? You're going to absolutely hate it. But they did... You know what I'm going to hate. Don't assume you know what I'm going to say. I know you're going to hate it. <laughs> I'm pro- they, did, they did a, re- a review of a game called Eden, right? And it's not really a game. It's what's known as a, a visual novel. Yeah, well. A VN sort of manga thing, you know, like Japanese manga comic yeah, novel I'm with thing. visual novels. Yeah, visual novel. And it gave it a really amazing review. said it was really amazing and that it was sort of this romantic sort of, you know, end of the world type thing. And I thought, oh, that sounds kind of cool. Um so I had a look, and it was something like fifteen quid on on Steam. But on in the in the blurb underneath, it said if you go to mangagamer.com, you can get it for cheaper. You know they've, they've got a discount on there. So I was like, oh, I might go and check it out. So I went I went over to mangagamer.com. Well, the first thing that happened is that when I arrived at this here website, uh, it asked me was I over eighteen. Sound like a angry old man when i arrived at the website when i arrived at the website it said yeah so you you need to be over 18 before you can enter this site so you know like i was like that's a bit weird uh so yes i'm over 18 went in well i'm not surprised you have to be over 18 to go into that website because the vast majority of the games on the front page uh involved what looked like japanese schoolgirls with tentacles in places that they just should not be well all right that's led to the over fiend <laughs> It it is just like I'm I'm not kidding you. It's the craziest stuff I've ever seen. I'm just like, what is what is all this stuff? And yeah, so anyway, I went there and there was a demo. So I've downloaded demo and it's all right. It's a bit weird. You can just put it on the auto mode, so it just sort of you know you can just read it like a book, and it's sort of animated and you know you can you know stuff's going down and you, it's basically the story premises that you're this soldier. You know, special special forces soldiers that's been sent to protect the woman who saved the the population of the Earth by building these like space arcs that sort of let everybody escape the Earth because it was gonna come to an end and all this crazy some like crazy Japanese story thing. And everybody's got eyes the size of saucers. You know what I mean? You know, definite manga stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether to buy it or not. You know, I'm I'm sort of I kind of I'm kind of intrigued. You know, and it's like good reviews and stuff. And there is there is light. If you go on the main website, there's like a, you know, manga porn version of this game. Even though it's a love story, there's like stuff in it. But you, you have to pay extra for that. I'm like, I don't want any of that stuff. It's like, you know, I just want the story. You know, it's like... What people can you talk read. about now? It's called Eden. Eden. It's called Eden. Eden. Yeah, Eden. 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 But it's not even really a game, like I say, it's just a book. In the Garden of Eden, baby. It's like an animated book. Um, So there you go. Sure it is. It is. It is. That's great. Very very odd. Um, 
And that that is kind of it. That's kind of everything I played this week. I did play one more thing, but I'm going to save that for next week because I need to play a bit more of it. Man, you mean I got to so, pause this? What I'm doing? So I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. Um, but let's let's come on to Duke because you know he's he's been busy busy this week. Come around, my children. Let me tell you a tale. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. I got my gaming PC and I set it up. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Hey. Hold on. I want to make a rule. Should I make a rule? Can I make a rule? Oh, yeah, that's right. You want to make a rule. Go ahead, Chini. Yeah, what's the rule? What's the rule? When Duke is talking about his PC. Yeah. And some of the problems that he might have had or solved. Or look, look, I, I, look, you I'll might be making a presumption, but I'm, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'll behave. <laughs> Fine, I'll behave. It won't be hard for you to obey this rule, will it? No. Okay. Chinny, what's the can rule? You, can you please... Can you please refrain from talking while Duke tells his story until he has finished? <laughs> then you can say whatever I'm you want. Behave. I'll behave. Okay, so... No, I don't care about behaving. You didn't accept it. Well, I will do that. Do you accept the rule? I will do it. I will do it. I will accept the rule. I'm going to do it. Okay? Okay. okay. Very good. All right. Very so good. But I had to ship it to the Duchess's work because I couldn't ship it to my work because, I don't know, they won't let you ship packages to school anymore. I guess they worry that someone's going to ship a bomb or something. I don't know. what. It's, it's a bomb. It's a bomb. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I had to ship the rules, Stu. You've got a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> I had to run to her workplace right after school on Friday because otherwise I wouldn't get it till Monday. And we can't have that. So I'm racing to get there, and she had to go meet a friend after her work. So it was very hectic. But I got there, and I got it home, and I hadn't really set up my spot for it. So I had to move the Mac, which had been on my main desk, and I got this auxiliary desk where the Mac is now. So I had to move it over there, and I had to sweep up and dust and all this stuff. But anyway, I got it set up, and it's running. And then so Friday night I was just installing things, you know, updating this stuff. And I had to – apparently it doesn't have a wireless network card in it, so I had to plug the Ethernet ethernet cable in and that's fine and then i installed a bunch of stuff on steam uh and i got you know i got the forest put in there got vanishing of ethan carter put in there and i got skyrim put in there and dota 2 and minecraft and then saturday morning i wake up and it's like all right it's time and like i woke up at 4 30 which i do sometimes on saturday anyway but i think obviously you know there was a part of me that was like oh my god dude excited excited exciting so i went in and um I was like, all right, let's try it out, Skyrim. And I started it up. And, you know, when you start up Skyrim, it says, okay, auto-adjusting the settings. And so uh, it said auto-set to high. And I was like, yes, it auto-set to high settings. Now, I was a little sad that it didn't auto-set to ultra, but whatever. So I started it up, and it 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 was a little slow. And I was like, what the what? And so I was like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe it's my imagination. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. And so I got Fraps, which for those who don't know, Fraps is a piece of software you can put on your computer, and then it'll tell you how many frames per second you're getting. It also sounds like what single people people do on Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) So I put Fraps on there, and I was getting like... 17 frames per second. And I was like, what the what? So I put it on um, medium settings. And I was like, okay, well, if on medium settings, it'll probably be like 50 or 60 frames per second. And then, you know, I can sort of make my way up from there. But I put it on medium settings, and it was like, it it, it got like 30 frames per second. (laughs) And the thing that bugs me about it is, look, 
if I was trying to run Shadows of Mordor and I was getting 30 frames per second on medium settings, I'd be like, whatever. It's Shadows of Mordor. It just came out. But Skyrim is three years old and I didn't have any mods on. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is messed up. So that set my day off on this like really sour note. And, you know, it's Valentine's Day. So when the Duchess woke up, she's like, you know, good morning. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And like that's oh, no. start Valentine's Day, right? Like, well, how pathetic is that? So I had to go into school to work on this ACT prep thing. We were giving people test prep stuff at school, whatever. And it finished at noon, so I came back. And, like, all day long, people were tweeting. Because I was tweeting. I was like, ah, I'm pissed off. What the hell? And I want to give shout-outs. Uh, I'll go ahead and do them now to IP and um, – Big Bad Daddy, because they were being, and Andy R., they were being very helpful because they were offering suggestions. You know, look, there's this and this, and IP pointed out, you know, your your CPU is good and you've got plenty of RAM. At some point, maybe you get a better GP, you know, a graphics card, and but whatever, it's fine now. And, and Big Bad Daddy was like, look, dude, it's not that big a deal. If, tweak the shaders and do this and do that. And, and I did, and I came back. And the other problem that was with it, that I realized I didn't have the right to get all pissy was that I had um, the mouse turn uh, look sensitivity turned way down. Like it defaults to a very low setting. So when I turned that up and I adjusted the shaders, like I can run on high settings now and like, it's fine. It looks good and it plays well. And I, I'm, I'm very happy with it right now because it's much more stable. It looks amazing compared to how it used to look on my Mac. And so I'm very happy with it right now, and I'm, I haven't played any of those new games yet, um, but I have played a lot of Skyrim, so it's, it's looking very sweet. And I haven't put any ENBs in, because ENBs, for those who don't know, are, I don't even know what it stands for, but it's like visual adjusters, and you, you can get some amazing results with ENBs, but they're all really intensive, and they all say, like, this, this was, they'll say, like, we're, this is the most, um, uh, resource-friendly ENB out there. You only lose 10 frames per second. And I was like, dude, I don't have that many frames per second to start with, so I can't be losing 10 frames per second. So I put something in called Imaginator, which sort of is kind of like an ENB, but it's mostly just, you know, color adjustment and contrast and whatever. Anyway, the point is, it's set up, it works well, I'm very happy with it. When the Duchess first saw it, she came in and she goes, First thing she said was, my God, that's huge because it's a big box. You know, like my Mac Mini is tiny. It's like th- my Mac Mini is about the same width as this thing, but one-tenth the height or whatever, right? So this is now this imposing tower on my desk. And the other, and then, then the second thing she said was, it's really loud because <laughs> it's got a fan that's like, Rrr. so here, I'll move next to it. Maybe you can hear it. Can you hear that? No. Well, that's good. <laughs> but, um, Jeez, yeah. So, anyway, that's the story. It's now up and running. And I wasn't really you – know, I think I'm I'm justified in being frustrated that a three-year-old game can't run at high settings with – you know, automatically. But whatever. It does run at high settings. It's just not as – you know. I, it, the problem – here's the thing. I realized what the problem was. The problem was I had um, expectations that were way up here. And I had expect I had, and the reality was way down here. Now the reality should be a little higher up, but my expectation should not have been that high up. And let me say this: Look, Fumu and Epic Scotsman right now in the chat are saying, "Well, this is an advert for self-building." Sorry, Duke. Look, let me respond to that right now, okay? And I, I know you're trying to help, I guess. Uh oh. Because 
No, no, no. The, the, the trolley tonight. <laughs> so, everybody keeps asking me that. One of my former students on Facebook was like, did you build it yourself? And, you know, I, Pete, had asked, did you build it yourself? And I know it's people try, you know. Did he not listen to the show? Of course not. That's Especially I, Pete. No, Shoot, I, Shoot, Shoot, no, Shoot. No, you're very close. To, it's fine. No, you're no, very no, close I'm to breaking that. that rule again, Shu. No, no, no. Listen, listen, I don't listen, care if you talk through somebody else, Shu. You're still breaking the rules. Shut up. I'm just saying IP should I'm, know I'm just saying it doesn't justify you that you can I'm talk saying, for the next minute. Shut, shut she knows. No, you can't go. When you get a car, a yellow card for touching the ball, you can't be like, well, I was just moving it over a little bit. You just <laughs> touching the ball. So you stop. Tap your noise. Anyway, so here's the thing. Look, if you were to buy a suit, let's say you go to a, a store, a fancy store, and you buy a suit, right? You pay $200 for a very nice custom-tailored suit. And then a month later, one of the legs falls off the suit. And and I said, you'd be mad, right? And then you come to me and you go, God damn, I just bought this suit. The leg fell off. What if I were to say to you, you sh- did you sew your own suit? You'd be out. You'd be pissed. Um, um, I, would say, I would say, Duke, to that, yes, I did. And that's why it fell <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, Exactly. My point is that, you know what? Look, if you want to build your own PC, if you want to learn how to fix your car's engine, if you want to sew your own clothing, if you want to grow your own food, fine, go for it. More power to you. But if And, and I recognize that buying a fully assembled PC, hi, Duchess, because I mentioned growing your own food, so she's looking at me with this cute smile. When I Look, when I buy a fully assembled PC, in a way, it's kind of like that's class privilege. I recognize that because I said, you know what? I don't want to deal with it. I'll pay someone else to assemble my PC, and that means I'm not going to get as good a value as I would if I built it myself. I understand that. But everybody who's talking about you should build your own PC, here's the thing. If, if, if you did that, that's time privilege that you have. Because you had the time to learn about how to do it and do the research and all that stuff. And, you know, for me, my money is less important to me than my time. I guess. I mean, I guess. I'm not, look, I'm not going to have a go or say you should have done this or you should have done that. But, that's due. but on a brighter right. note, <laughs> on a brighter note, though, right, look, it isn't, right, it really isn't that big a deal to change your graphics card. And if you need to do that in a year's time, that's not a big deal. And it I isn't. might do that. I actually started yeah. graphics cards. It, it's just that there's a, you might have to admit, there's an absurdity. As soon as I get a new computer, it's, oh, wait, what can I change next? What can I change next? I'll be honest. I have a little buyer's remorse. It's not as strong as it was when I first got it. And that first Saturday, I was just, I guess, yesterday. <laughs> Seems like a long time ago. But, you know, when I was going into school, I was like, I should have just got an Xbox One. I should have just got an Xbox One. Yeah, and I'm not yeah, feeling that way right now, but I am a little bit because, again, if you buy an Xbox One, your only question is, does that game have the Xbox One logo on the box? Yes, I can run it. Right now, I'm looking at you know all this. How did, how did you know what I said to the man in the shop? <laughs> I know, I know. So I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think the thing is though, it's like. Being a PC gamer, that kind of comes with a territory, doesn't it? Because that's what being a PC gamer is about. You know, you know that at some point you're going to have to upgrade I stuff guess. on it because my, my that's that, what happens. Right, and my point is that I, I think there ought to be a middle ground between console gaming, which is just plug and play right away, and PC gaming, which is you have to do research projects and learn how to 
I know you're not soldering things, but you are, com- uh, you know, assembling components and plugging in things and stuff like that. And my point is this: look, the reason I play PC games is not the reason most people play PC games. Most people play PC games, so far as I can tell, because they're wetting their pants over the graphics and they're getting worked up about, you know, mods especially. And I like the mods in Skyrim. I don't know. I, don't, I, reason- don't know. I think the price, the price of games. Yeah, I was going to say that's games. not why I do. Okay, I do and the price of gaming's then the price of the games. cheap. But we've established it. You know, I've I could have got a Xbox One two thirds the price of the console, and then you know if it takes me a year to recoup the cost in terms of game price, that's fine, whatever. But, but the point I was going to make though is the re- the reason I love PC gaming these days is because there's a lot of games you can't get on the console. You know, you can't get Dota two on the console, you can't get these mods for Skyrim on the console, and I'm not even talking about the like. The big performance mods. I'm talking about like quest mods and you know wearable lanterns. Like wearable lanterns, I w- I would not be able to play Skyrim on the console right now because I would not have a wearable lantern. And anybody who plays Skyrim on the PC knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's so indispensable at this point. So whatever. I, I, I'm done complaining. I appreciate everybody's input. I probably will buy a new graphics card at some point. Um, and you know what? Like here's the thing. A lot of the reviews said of this machine that I bought giving it a little tap. Um, well, I called it Victor, by the way, because I had to name it when I first got it. Of course. Oh, that's got to do that. Because yeah. it's Frankenstein. Victor was the guy's name, Victor Frankenstein. And Victor means winning, the winner. So, yeah. Although I kind of sort of didn't win, but whatever. The point is, um, I, I've, I, I can do stuff in Skyrim that I haven't ever been able to do. And that's been the glorious part of this whole process. Because I took a screenshot, for instance, of some coins on the table. And you can like read the text on the coins it's unbelievable and i know that this is me oh, i know dear. this is me now <laughs> oh dear it's detail and it totally is but here's the other thing look this is more of a performance thing there's no stuttering there's no i mean there's a little pop in way off in the distance but it's way off in the distance and i can see the enemies in the distance when i played on the mac the enemies, I had to be like five feet away from them before they showed up. So now, if I'm skulking around and trying to snipe people with my bow and arrow, I can actually shoot them from a distance. And it's such a different experience. So even though I haven't really started going after these quest mods yet, already playing Skyrim is a very different experience for me. So. I, lo- I, lo- I, love- I love the fact that you bought this PC and the first thing was Skyrim. Like, of course I just look. Of course he was. What I else was he going to be? If I play Vanishing of Ethan Carter or The Forest, I have no idea what that was like on my Mac. So True. I have to compare Skyrim now to what Skyrim True. used to be. And it let me just, tell you, you can, surely you can see the you can see the irony in that though. It's just like, totally gotta play this whole game. Right. I better play this game from 2011. Oh yeah. But I yeah, that I've, speaks, I've, but I do think that speaks to Skyrim's longevity. Is that it's it's still worth checking out. Yeah, I mean, I, I was worried for you. I must admit, I was worried when that you that you were gonna be disappointed when you got it. Yeah, you know, because because you did have this this sort of high expectation. I yeah. think you know, and I could tell that last week when you were talking about oh, I'll be able to play Battlefield Hardline on high settings yeah, and all this right. sort of stuff. And I'm thinking. I I know for a fact that I certainly can't play that on high settings. You know, it'll probably run, right. uh, but I don't know how well it'll run. And again, but, uh, just for the record, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but for the record, that's kind of a proof of something I said a few weeks back, which is these things get obsolete very quickly, and that's frustrating to me. Yeah, it is. But I, I think the thing is, what you've got, the way you've got to look at it is this. 
right? But, but you've got your base now, haven't you? Yeah. Because you've got your kind of your box, you've got your motherboard, right. you know, you can put extra RAM in it, you can do and all these the thing things. The thing that the reviews all said is that this is a good basic starting point for making a decent PC. So that's decent. fine. I'm happy with that. And you know what? Like maybe I'll become one of these people. Once I do the graphics card, I'll be like, that was easy. Now I'm going to make my whole new PC. Blah, 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 blah. Who knows? I've been known to go back on my word, right? I used to think Super Meat Boy, <laughs> uh, screw that. And then I was like, Super Meat Boy, yay. So who knows? Minecraft, there's another example. Minecraft, oh my god, I turned Minecraft on, and I was like, I wonder if I can put the draw distance all the way up. 32 chunks. I was playing on like 12, if I was lucky, on the Mac. And now I turn it up to 32, and it runs just as smooth as it ever did. So I can actually oh god, see... How did you even play the game? I don't know. What the hell? Um, Jesus. But... Yeah, so that's been good, and I haven't played Dota 2 on it yet, but I don't think that experience is going to be very different. I mean, it'll be smoother, but it's not going to be... It'll look exactly the same, so whatever. Um, but I am excited to play Vanishing of Ethan Carter, and I'm excited to play The Forest. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I looked at Shadows of Mordor. I'll probably wait until that goes on sale, because, I mean, you know, $45 still feels like a lot. But By the way, in, in the chat, Hardly Dan says, if the postage isn't too high... He'll consider sending his 7870 to you when he upgrades his graphics card. So he'll send you graphics cards in the post. I, I would have That'll to compare be. that to what I have now and so forth and so on. So. How does Minesweeper run? Nice one, Fumu. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's the exciting, boring story about how I got my PC up and running and how it's now making me very happy. Uh, I also played Left 4 Dead 2 with the bros. Uh <laughs> I played with Verbal Rob and Big Bad Daddy and uh, Chris MJW. And Chris MJW was actually there this time, so that was nice. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, we made a lot of funny jokes. and we actually Where, where took... was the Idol Chris? Idol Chris yeah, where was on. Actually, we had Idol Rob for a, a brief minute because he got kicked out somehow. He switched to see if someone was – Chris was on the Skype call, and that kicked Rob out of the game for some reason. So we had Idol Rob for a while. And Morgan Freeman was there. Sorry, that's an inside joke that only those three guys will get. But I'm it's worth it. Freeman. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was good. And I was able, I mean, you know, I had tried doing twitching on the Mac back in the day. And uh, now it's back in the day. Last week. <laughs> but yeah, back in the day. it was in kind of a headache because. Present times that you used to have. Oh, oh, man. I remember back then, last week. Um, but it was the thing where it was very tough to do streaming while I was playing a game because all yeah, tech would struggle. Of, did, did, after a while, didn't, didn't it like struggle? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. And I've it, it got worse. But, so I wanted to do it now this time. And the only problem I had was trying to figure out how to get Skype to play through the broadcast as well, which I guess you're doing that now, Chinny, huh? So I should talk, but you're doing it on yeah. a Mac. You? Yeah. Well, how did you stream the thing? Well, I did it on my PC. But what using what? Oh, OBS. I used OBS, the software. Yeah, so you do the same thing. So you, you use like a similar thing to Soundflower. Yeah. I'm sure there's one on the PC and a similar right. one to that's line in. I found one that's kind of like Soundflower. So I just wanted to see if there was some way to do it that didn't require that. And I think maybe if I had done just capture the whole monitor, maybe that would work. But because I have I the don't know. voices going no. through my headset, it's different. So whatever. I'll probably just do it. I don't it. know. Yeah, I, I, yeah like, dude, just find, find the same flow and line in equivalent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, that was fun. Left 4 Dead 2 was a good time. Um, I did play a bunch of Dota 2 before the switch over to the PC, and that was good. I don't think I have anything to report back on that. Uh, Minecraft, uh, yeah. 
Um, Russ, Danger Russ, came to build at the New Beginning server, and then he hasn't been back since, so I don't know what he's doing. But I built a little underground uh, room. It's not really a city, but it's a little room underground, or underwater, I should say, uh, which was tough. Have, you, played, I, have you tried the, uh, the, the, new, the new Rust Duke? Sorry. I haven't. I am going to do that, actually. Stuff. I'm going to give that a try, because now I'll now, be able to play it. So. Weirdly, I played a little bit of the new Rust really? today. Man. Only today. Um, I don't know, because it was dark. <laughs> I had a torch. Yeah. You're given a rock and a torch. Uh, when I say a torch, I mean like one you can set on fire. Yeah. So it's the same, and uh, and I set it on fire, and I ran around for a bit, and the naked guy came out of his shack and sort of poked his torch at me a few times, but didn't actually kill me. And then he went back in his shack and shut his door. That's on like me. Mother Teresa right there in Rust. Yeah, and it was it was a it was a sort of um, it was like a server where where his his willy was pixelated, so that was good. So I didn't have yeah. to, to be subjected to a to a sort of video game willy. <laughs> and and I just ran around for a while, and it looks cool. I've got to say, it does look nice. Some of the houses were cool because they were all lit up. So it was cool seeing all these these houses kind of lit up on the horizon on top of a hill or Just to warn to people water. that the uh, the willies on <laughs> the Rust video that I'm showing on the Twitch stream now are not pixelated. Oh, my God, you're going to get banned from Twitch, man. I know, yeah. But the, They're showing but willies. The new Rust is that it's all procedurally generated, right? I have no idea. I mean, sure I just picked a server. usually generated now. Or at the very least, I don't know. I think it's at least larger, so it's not going to be the type of thing. Where, I don't even know if there are, like, structures where there are guns waiting sometimes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested to give it a try. Um, maybe I'll do that tonight. I don't know. But anyway, I've... the other thing um, uh, that is going on with Minecraft is the Reddit PVE server, which is a huge server. There's, like, usually, like, 30 people on it at any given time. They're resetting on the 20th of February. So Friday of this week, they're resetting their server. And that's kind of a big deal. I know it's kind of pathetic that I'm excited about it, but it means that they're sort of wiping the server and we're going to start over again. And like, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool because it means that I can, you know, the, it, it's like with Rust. You all remember when we got crazy into Rust, the fun part was setting up, right? And gathering your stuff and then build. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah the fun part's in the survival, isn't it? And it's like, oh, right. uh, am I, I going to survive this? Yeah, and also exactly. I've seen all the men's penises, which I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> Absolutely, I think one of the, one of the cool things of, of playing Rust when I played it today was just hearing all the the ambient noises were great yep. in the new Rust. You know, like animal noises. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really cool. But I never saw any animals. I never got killed by an animal. Right, I right. Just... So I'll, we'll see if that uh, how different that is or whatever. Um, and then the other game I want to talk about real quick, but it's it's worth talking about. And Chinny, I got you a link in the show notes to a YouTube clip. Because people have to see this. It's absolutely gorgeous. I, I was going to ask about that. Could you, If you don't mind, Stuart and Duke, if you could put YouTube links in the uh, chat, that would make my life a lot easier. Um, it's not right, pop. Okay. I'm not having a go. I'm just saying, do it, all right? It makes <laughs> things easier. Jeez. Right. So there's this 2D platformer called Teslagrad on Steam, and it's very new. And the game mechanic... Is not anything revolutionary. Um, the twist is that you are, you have this, you find, eventually you find this glove, and when you find the glove, you can punch, uh, you, you, you push like the left arrow to punch blue and the right arrow to punch red, and when you punch the different sort of um, blocks that are scattered here and there, you can energize them either blue or red, and that will make them attract or repel from other blocks that are blue or red. 
and then at other points you find certain boots that will allow you to climb on certain things. So it's but it's but it's it's so smooth. And the design, the backgrounds are just freaking gorgeous. So as soon as she puts them up, you'll be able to see that what I'm talking about. And those of you who are listening, you should check out some gameplay footage of Tesla Grad because it's absolutely. I mean, it's not only like well done in general, but each part of the world you go to is so different from the part that you went to before. So that you have these cathedrals that are very pretty, and you have these sort of underground caverns, some of which are green, and then the others are blue, and it, they just do a very good job of picking a color palette and evoking it, you know? And, like, there's no damage from falling, so you can jump way down, and it's just very impressive, In that, especially it's impressive because they're not doing anything totally revolutionary or new, but it's okay because... It's fun to play. It's fluid in the same way that – and it's very simple in the same way the Limbo is fluid. You know, When you first start playing Limbo, it's just sort of like move this way, and that's the end of it. And this game is kind of like that. So I, I just really give it a thumbs up. Tesla Grad is uh, very funky and worth your time. So yeah. It's very, it's very sort of braid-like. In its it is beams, kind of braidish. Yeah, the way it looks is sort of braidish. I agree. And, yeah, uh, the main character is drawn really well. I think like he looks yeah, cool. Yeah, and, uh, right. Really and the well animated. And... That whole yeah, exactly. That whole thing is just really. Um, it, and it's it, it looks like a cartoon. It looks you know it look yeah. it, you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of uh, Professor Layton. You know that sort of art style. Yeah, it does. See that? Yeah, it does. And and so I think yeah, like one of the things that it's good at is it, it's it's elegant in its simplicity. So. Um, yeah, and some of the you know some of the things you have to do. Like I got to a boss fight where there was this. I don't know. It looked like an industrial vacuum cleaner, but it was like breathing smoke. And then it, w- you know, there were all these little boxes coming at you from the left, and then they would go into an incinerator on the right. And so what you had to do was you had to turn them blue, and then the vacuum cleaner would like go and suck up things, and it would only suck up the boxes that were blue because it was a blue tractor beam or whatever. And so if you had turned the box blue, then it would suck the vacuum cleaner would suck that box up and then that would cause it to go (laughs) and like break down a little bit. And then he would breathe fire where you were and you had to dodge that. And I mean, that's fine because, you know, they want to make a boss fight. I don't really like that sort of thing in puzzle games because it makes it this high pressure situation. Whereas what I really like is, okay, you know, taking my time and figuring out how am I going to solve this part of this problem? But I mean, it looks cool. I like the look of it. I must yeah. admit, I'm watching it now, and it does look cool. Yeah, it and it plays very well. It's very smooth, and you know, again, the thing that impressed me the most was like the elegance of the backgrounds and the beauty of the animation style. So, yep, that's it. That's what I'm playing. Very good. Well, I have to report, we have no time for news. We have absolutely no time for news because we're we're already two hours in. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, can I just talk well, about one? Can I talk about one news? item you can you can um one news item that i wanted to bring up this week was bethesda announces their first ever dedicated e3 conference yeah. so for people that I don't know for people that don't know um uh yeah e3 is a time where everybody wags their dicks about uh, i mean i do it all year round but the developers try to do it just so a certain time of the year and, uh, yeah that's why i like rust so much yeah. so Traditionally, it's it's Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo have sort of done their own online thing, and then EA and Ubisoft because you know they're massive developers. Bethesda, who aren't a massive developer, but they've got great games, are doing their own, which means. But they're a, but they're a publisher now as well, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they so are a publisher. Gotta... But I mean, like, yeah, they're not Ubisoft, already, but, 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 but what that means, people, 
Fallout 4. Is they have something big. Yeah, they definitely. Elder Scrolls Online, of course, they'll talk about, and they have a few other things that they're publishing and stuff, but they have something big. They have to. Fallout 4. What else? It has to be Fallout. What, what if they surprise you? Though? What if it's what if it's another El, a new Elder Scrolls game? What if it's the next in the series? What if it I is? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not ready to put money down, but I'm really skeptical of the idea that it would be another Elder Scrolls. Don't get me Everybody wrong. Everybody, I think I would rather out. have another Elder Scrolls than another Fallout. But it's You're been crazy Fallout, so you're crazy. What are what are, what are the chances? Play though? Fallout New Vegas, so you don't get to talk. Shut up. See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I think though? I think. You're right. I think it will be Fallout 4, but I also think that there may be upresed versions of Skyrim and possibly Oblivion. That is possible. Uh, that is possible. Coming out maybe as a maybe imagine even if, as a double pack. Imagine double if that was their that, that was their big announcement. We got to upres Skyrim. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> with high def textures. But you know what? Uh, a that's already available on the PC, and B for Oblivion, you'd need to change more than just the way it looks, man. There's some gameplay stuff in Oblivion that really needs working. Like the quickly, I'm gonna, quickly, I'm gonna qu- come out of your body. Like that's just dumb. Duke, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly ask the chat what they think of this news. Uh, Stu, what do you think it's gonna be apart from Fallout 4? What else do you think they're gonna talk about? Yeah, I definitely think I think there's a definite chance there'll be an up, up-res Skyrim for both PS4 and Xbox One for for sure. Mm. I think there's definitely gonna be that. That's that's my prediction. Duke, do you think they got anything else to chat about? No. That's it. Sorry, it's an hour no, long. They can't, no, 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 no. I, they can't do I a whole conference really don't just on one game. Else. No, no, they can't no. just be other four. They'll be others. They'll be. They've got other stuff. I think they will have something else, but I think it'll be publishing stuff. Yeah, yeah. There won't be any other big announcements. Announcements. That'll be the only announcement be worth talking about. Mm. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Stepchild says Hearthstone two, but that wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't them. No, uh, no, he's, no Hearthstone. That was, that was. No, he is it, uh, Hearthstone. Was what, Blizzard. Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard. I think they're just talking about E3. It might be some, it might be some completely other sort so of... Let's go for it before they disappear. Sid Rowe says, this is, I think this is about it for E3 in general. Mass Effect that's HD fine. collection, I think. Wolfenstein 2, that's a, that's a Bethesda game. That could happen. And Wolfenstein was received very well. Evil Within 2. Uh, it's basically just taking any game that they've made recently and putting a 2 on the end. Uh, Star Trek Legacy 2, Nick Nitrous. <laughs> says, oh, I don't think we can uh, I don't think we avoid that classic coming down the road. Uh, double down on Elder Scrolls Online, says Verbal Rob. Um, Free to play Elder yeah. Scrolls Online, that would be an announcement worth making. I think, would we fancy, uh, going off the feds a bit, would we fancy a, a Mass Effect HD collection? Would that would that take our interest? Um, no, I don't think it would. It's too much to play, man. Just get as a new game, game, isn't it? I don't it's like, it's yeah, like 100 I don't hours. 100 hours. Yeah, right I've not got time to play all that again. <laughs> um, just, I ain't no time for that. Okay, so I'll do uh, the mega, yeah. mega quick news now, if, if you've got some... Um, I, the only other thing, there is something I would just like to touch on. Is the sort I don't have any time for news, except for what's... I don't have any time for I know, news. Just, uh, Even no, though podcasts, po- podcasts are not limited by time, and... They are, they are. I should say this. still reading the news. I teach with a guy who just found out that I do the video game podcast, and he's into video games, and he was like, oh, what's it called? And he wrote down Veteran Gamers, which I took to be a good sign. Comes back the next day, and he's like, hey, I listened to the show. And I was like, oh, yeah, what'd you think? He's like, I listened to about ten minutes. It's two and a half hours. That's a long show. I was like, yeah, that's how we roll. <laughs> so I think he heard ten minutes and was like, I'm done with this but yeah, if you're listening so. to this one what up i think his name is joe i only spent an hour a day with him so i don't really know 
But no, I just thought we should say something about Peter Molyneux and shit that's gone down this week. I don't know anything about a, this. I don't either. There's been a there's been a lot of shit gone down. So so basically, I mean to to sort of put it into a nutshell, basically they've reduced the size of the Goddess team. They've announced that a lot of the stuff that was promised in the Kickstarter is never gonna come. So all that stuff they promise is never going to happen. Is that guy uh, on the contest going to get hit in the game? And and the guy on the contest isn't ever going to probably get his stuff. What? So oh, he, so, the, bogus. so the only thing that he's ever ever received is a t-shirt apparently. And God, that's it. Peter Molyneux is the scumbaggiest person ever. Well, worse than Hitler. Yeah, I mean. Apparently, what's happened is he's, you know, he's come out. He said all this stuff. They did a like a, a YouTube video interview thing. Uh, he's handed over the reins of, of sort of goddess to to another guy who was actually someone part who was part of the community and then started working for him. Apparently, so he's sort of leading it now. He says they are going to try and put a story in. He says some of the stuff will eventually come, but it's going to be at least another nine nine to eighteen months before that happens. He's he's regretful about the fact that. They didn't complete the PC version first and put it onto like mobile devices, and they shouldn't have done that. And they should have made sure the PC version was completed first because people paid for that. You know, people paid for it on PC. It wasn't free to play on there. They paid for early access and all that sort of stuff. Um. So yeah, I mean, the the guy, you know, look, he's he's just a lovable dickhead, isn't he? Really, you know, the guy's lovable, but he's a dick. I mean, I, he he genuinely believe he's he's like got that childlike enthusiasm. And I think when he makes all these announcements, he genuinely believes that's what's going to happen. It doesn't matter if he you know, believes it or not. He's wrong. I know. know better. I and the rest of us should know better either. Or as well. I know. I don't I don't think he ever does any of this with malice, or I don't think he ever does any of this thinking that it's not going to happen. I think he just thinks it's going to happen. But he's, he's basically come to the realization that all this verbal diarrhea that he spouts most of the time, is is not going to happen. So he's basically come out and said that he's these like last few interviews that he's done are the last interviews he's ever going to do with the press. Really? Well, we'll see. I mean, because he said his ego is that big. We'll see, won't we? I know, but he's also said that he's been receiving death threats. His family's receiving death threats off gamers. That's stupid. I mean, I believe it, but it's just sad that that's the thing. That happened. I know, but it happens, doesn't it? We know that. And he said as a result of that, that's why, you know, he's going to protect his family and he's not going to be sort of coming out. And he said, you know, he, he, he more or less had me. I mean, watching that interview is probably one of the most uncomfortable things I think I've ever watched. You know, he, he was squirming. I mean, Molyneux was just squirming. And, you know, he was struggling to really give a viable answer to a lot of the questions. He was, you know, they basically read out questions of people from the community. You know, and what, what, what he sort of, how he tried to answer them. And it, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. So I think I think he just got carried away. You know, he's, he just got carried away and he thought everything was going to be hunky-dory and he would be able to deliver all this stuff. But yeah, he got carried away like he always does. And this means we should never listen to him. And if he never talks to the press again, fine. And that'll fit in with my, you know, desire to never listen to him. Saying that, Molly, he's never going to talk to the press again. It's like saying yeah. Duke is never going to play Skyrim again. He'll do it eventually, but you know what? I think I think it's kind of sad because because as much as I hate all the verbal diarrhea he comes out with, I think we need people like him in the industry because you well, know people there's that not constantly that... undeliver under under <laughs> deliver not like, necessarily deliver. I'm sorry, but like, this is reckless. It he they don't deliver. Reckless. The important thing is that they pretend like they're going to. 
Uh, whether he's he's a likable character or not, or the, or he talks shit and he's got like hot air coming out of his ass. Well, we all do uh, technically, but <laughs> you, you know he, what he's done. Is, I fart. It's like icicles. What he's what he's done. What he's done is he's he's been reckless. He's been reckless with yes. pe- with with gamers, with people's jobs, um, yes. with his career, with people's money. And he he deserves to sort of go away a little. He doesn't deserve death threats. So I won't go this far, but he deserves to go. Hey, you fucked up, and you said things, and they didn't happen. That's why most publishers and most developers don't announce anything until they are done. You are you are experienced in this industry, Mister Molinux. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know what this industry is like. <laughs> don't say that you're going to deliver the world. Stop it. I know, I know. He just doesn't think, does he, at all? He just never considers It's going to be very the... hard for you to justify how much you... I like him, though. I, I think we need him after no. this debacle. No, I do think it's it's a pretty horrendous thing that's happened, especially for this guy who won Curiosity, who yeah, sat there really, that's, that's the guy I feel worst for. I mean, people lost their jobs, like, yeah, that's obviously the worst, but... That sucks. But this guy yeah. also just really... It pisses me off. And, and, yeah, and I think the, the problem is you can't you can't question somebody like Molly because he's got a lot of respect. So you're working for him, right? So you imagine you're, he's your boss, and you go, "I'm going to make this." Pete, I don't think that's the best. Well, I mean, I know you was right about the the, the, the blocks thing, and you're a clever guy, and I don't want to knock you, but really, we should introduce pandas and put jetpacks in the game. Yes, I think it's going to be amazing. Like you know, no one can question him. He can do what he wants. He's like a little child in a man's body. Yeah, he is. Oh, no, he definitely is. And I, I think the other thing is, you know, it's even like, you know, they've made, apparently they've made millions and millions from Goddess, even though, you know, fundamentally it seems like it was a failure. Apparently they've made a lot of cash. Uh, and I don't think it helped that he announced another game. We're going to do The Trail. So he's moving a lot of the team that were on Goddess onto another game that he's making called The Trail. He's a child. And we should listen, we shouldn't listen to him. Like we should again. Like whatever game he's coming out with, you know what? Like let's not even give it time of day. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry, I'm going to flash forward to uh, episode 378 <laughs> of the Veteran Gamers. Welcome. <laughs> and Stu, what are you playing? I'll play the Peter game. He's fucking done it. He's delicious. No, 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 it's, it's news. It's gonna, it looks really good, Chinny. I know he doesn't it's always good. deliver what I, he says, I, but I, we, we've got to give him a chance. We need people like this to think of stupid, <laughs> weird ideas. Come on, Stu, you know that's right. I know, I can't argue. Yeah. What can I say? What can I say? What can We're I say? Stu, um, right, we have got to finish off. We have got a couple of emails. We have got a couple of emails, so we do those first of all. Uh, the first email is entitled, and I love this title, uh, A Stream of Unconscious Thought at the Centre of the Dark Pulsating Nothingness. Uh, it's kind of it's like the orb. It reminds me of the orb. <laughs> so I don't know whether that was a reference to them. Loving but... you. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Anyway, he says this. Yo, dudes. Yo, bro. Yo. He said, how's it hanging? Yeah. Yeah. Insert uh, penis so... joke here. Well, he's already done that for us. Small, shriveled, and a little to the left, as Jim Carrey might say. He says it's Duke. uh, When are you going to stop messing around with Skyrim and playing Morrowind? My own favourite Elder Scrolls. (laughs) He hasn't even listened to this episode. (laughs) I know. 
<laughs> he just knows. It's just no. Well, that's because I was tweeting about it. So he's seen the future, and it's called Skyrim. Uh, Stu, uh, if I have the original Xbox 360 version of Deadly Premonition, is it worth buying the director's cut? See, other people like was games as well. Uh, I'd say probably no. Because if you've played it and you finish it on the 360, I can't really see any reason to go back. I mean, the only reason I bought it, because I haven't got a 360 anymore, and it was very cheap on the PC, so that's the only reason I bought the, the newer version. Because I will play that again at some point, because I love that game. Uh, he says, Chitty, uh, why do fools fall in love? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Does he, he says technically not a video game related question but I thought the chinster might know the answer why do fools fall in love so why do fools fall in love because they can't help themselves that's why they can't help it they can't help it it's that, it's that chemistry isn't it it's that, it's that thing that you can't touch well, why anyone falls in love it's not just fools it's smart people too it's not a logical series of things there you go there you go I don't know whether that answers the question, but it was a good effort. Uh, he said, it's a dark and rainy Valentine's night here in Newcastle-Pontine, and I may be slightly drunk, uh, but I think that the hip-hop aliens are outside my bedroom window again. They seem to appear whenever I drink too many alcoholic beverages. Uh, after, Cart- after Cartman's experiences with aliens, I'm keen for them to remain outside my bedroom window. Uh, maybe a loud and prolonged blast of smooth jazz will scare them away. Uh, peace biscuits and crunchy nut cornflakes. Uh, Derek, the as yet unprobed. So they feel like so, I should uh, know what that's a reference to when he asked me why the fools. There's oh, a song. Like he's... Oh, it's not a song. Uh, I know it's a song. The um, um, you know the you know, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Does he just want yeah, to sing? Hip hop aliens. It's obviously a reference to this. Outcast baby. Uh, I think Mad Water wants you to play the clip about. Um, are we still talking about video games? What? Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Are we still talking anyway, about video games? I think, clip that I you think he's actually just asking. I think he's just asking. Are you seriously talking about video games? No, I think he's just generally asking. Oh, right. um, and and then Jason has broken his cherry. You know, he, he said he wasn't going to email in anymore for a while. Well, he has done. Liar. So here we go. Here we go. He says, the daddy's dream interview. He's like the he Peter says, Molyneux of emails. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, with the infancy of social media and the internet, we share the good and the bad. I myself have had the opportunity to communicate with many people I never dreamed of having a conversation with, such as the veteran gamers. Yeah, yeah that's not that's no big deal. It really isn't. Uh, or even some... Maybe turn us into some money. I know. Yeah. Email or... If you send us $10. Or even some musicians and celebrities who it seems are actually down-to-earth people. It truly has been great. But the internet can be bad too. Not like us. We're the not internet... down-to-earth. We're, we're, like, we're like bastards in real life, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. I get people to like, you know, lie in puddles so I can walk over them and stuff. Yeah. I get uh, people to fill up the puddle, right? So, so there's not a puddle yeah. there. Put a puddle yeah. there and then lie in it. That's great. <laughs> he said, anyway, he said, the internet is mad at Peter Molyneux right now, and with good reason. But you know what? I don't think he knew any better. I think he genuinely wanted to entertain people, and I can relate. At first, when learning about curiosity, I called bullshit. But then, as I tapped on those cubes, certain cryptic images would appear, and I thought for a moment Peter would follow through this time. 
You know some of cinema's greatest mystery thrillers get you all the way to the edge of your seat? Many times those Molyneux had those in the same position on the edge of our shitters, tapping away, hoping to solve a mystery in an app and win a prize. To be honest, being on the edge, uh, things are bound to get messy, and the prize, well, the prize was pure bullshit. I still love you, Molyneux. Yeah, he is full of shit, he can be a dick, but he has something in him, a true love of his craft. Uh, happy late love day, guys. I highly encourage all of you with a PS4 to get Little Big Planet 3 for $24 in today's sale. The video game is incredible, truly. Stu, I hope you still get your dream interview someday. And for all of those that you hate, uh, or that hate my emails, I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> Veteran Gamers, uh, number two fan, Jason Garher. Yeah, that, that, out, of, out of all of uh, Jason Garher's emails, that was pretty straightforward. Look, I understood what was going on. All right. You did. There was no talk of applications, so that was good. Oh, that was pretty straight. Yeah, that was a, that was a fine you email. You look like that for Duchess. No, we don't want you to talk about defecation, but thank you for the offer, Duchess. No, yes, we do. Bring her on. <laughs> yeah, bring her on. Chinny and Stu <laughs> say they do want you to talk about defecation. She can talk about the big dump she took this morning. That's great. Okay. <laughs> That's lovely. Uh, talking of dumps. Oh, my God. <laughs> talking of dumps, we have a nice segue there because uh, uh, Chapstick's one, the email, is entitled... Oh, man. Oh, man. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> so the next email we have is entitled Poop. So there you go. Nice segue. That's Thank fantastic. you for that. Uh, your, your, your wife has now gone up in points in my uh, she has big system. Time. Gone up in his estimation. <laughs> anyway, he says this. Good day, guys. Taking a big dump, yes. Hi, good day, guys. Sorry. Good day, good day, good day. Uh, Chapstick one here. Been far too long since my last email. I've been yeah. laid up with a bad injury and haven't listened oh, to no. the podcast for a few months. Did I miss much? What, Chrissy, why didn't you listen? Why, why, you just in yeah, bed. what's the matter with you? listening there? Yeah, you oh, should be listening even more. Is a dream where you don't know what the hell's going on? Well, I'll pass the time. Anyway, he says, glad to hear the show hasn't changed at all. No. Nope. But I was upset that was no poop-filled email from Jason. Yeah. Let me down, no. man. You let me down. Now, I've got a question for you all. Shortly before Christmas, I entered a competition for a 20th anniversary PS4 pack. Ah, oh no, I know who this guy is. I've and seen lo, the pictures. And I've seen the pictures. I know, I know. And lo and behold, I won. It is a beautiful piece of machinery. I own one of those only 12,300. <laughs> I've seen these fetching quite a bit of coin on the net. Multiple thousands even. Wow. I thought of selling it, but I like the exclusivity of having it. So I was wondering, what would you guys do? Keep up the good work as always, and keep streaming that petal-floating physics game, Stu. Uh, yeah, he watched. He watched the whole of the playthrough of Flower at the weekend, so that was kind of cool. Someone has to. Man, I know it's good. It's he good. must be ill. No, it's good. It's good. So, what should he do? Should he keep it? Should he play with it? Should he just like sell it? What should he do? I personally don't think he should open it. Well, he's already opened it because he's shown us. Okay, well, I don't, I don't think he should use it. Um, no, I said that. I said I think he should just like keep it and have it in his investment, and sort I of would, in yeah. twenty yeah. years' time, it'll be worth quite a lot. Of I don't know about twenty time. years, but like I would hold on to it and sell it in a later date. When uh, I mean, if you want to keep it as a collectible, I don't give a shit about it. So, like so I would keep it for a bit and then sell it when I need some cash. Um, but yeah, because like, to me, a PlayStation, I don't care what color my 
Xboxes or whatever. I don't give a shit. I got I did get the white one though, which is pretty cool. I like my white Xbox, but I don't care if it was white or black. You know, it's, it's it just a great thing. Matter if you uh, want now, to play. Like I, I, I if given the like whatever's cheapest for me, and, and the fact that the white one was sort of limited and the same price as the black one, I was like, yeah, well that's fine. Like give me that one. If it's the same price, I don't care. Um, so I, I'm not. What I'm saying is, I'm not bothered about what PlayStation or Xbox I play. But I mean, that, that's holding its value. That's pretty valuable stuff. Like, if you're not bothered about holding onto it, I'd just sell it eventually. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna I get a picture so, up on the know. stream of what, it, what they look like, but they're pretty cool. They are pretty cool. It is pretty cool. By the way, did I ever tell you that I got one of the, you know, the poppies from the Tower of London? You know, poppies. No. Tower of London. I got one of those. Cool. And again, they're very, very limited because there's only obviously the ones that they made for the uh, for the artwork thing, you know, for the poppy celebration. Well, not celebration. I suppose that's not really the right word. But you know what I mean. I know. What you're... So, yeah. So I've got one of them. So I'll just put it in the attic. It's in its box and I've just put it up there in the attic out of the way. And that'll probably be worth a few quid in a, in a while. I mean, people, it was, it was funny because eBay uh, banned people from selling them. Why? So you weren't allowed to sell it because he was saying because of what it represented, it wasn't, it wasn't really very. It wasn't meant, something uh, meant to be profited off of. It was. Yeah, it was, because it was for charity and what have you. This thing that happened. For the, well, that the poppies were a way of memorializing World War One's ending, right? Yes. So they were saying it was it was it wasn't in very good taste to allow people to make profit off them on the eBay. That something but, shouldn't be for sale. I like that. Yeah, but what they did do, though, people went on Gumtree uh, and were offering money to buy them. So they're saying, if you've got a poppy, I'll pay you £150 for it and also donate 100 quid to the charity. Yeah, sure you um, how can you tell yeah. these poppies are from the tower thing? Oh, no, you get a certificate and everything. Oh, right, I see. Okay. So it comes, it comes with a certificate yeah. in a really nice yeah, little just... display box. Yeah, so it's all... All authentic, you know. Oh, okay. uh, but we managed to get on. I think I can't. I can't remember how many. I think it was about um, was it eight hundred or eight thousand or something like that. I don't know, eighty thousand. I can't remember. But it was a li- obviously it was a limited number because it was just however many were made for the. I think it might have been eight thousand. Might have been eight thousand that were made I for it, and that's all there is ever in the all, world. All, all you're doing right now is just saying eight thousand a lot. So can we move? On? I don't know. Eight thousand. <laughs> what part of eight thousand? Yeah. Don't you understand? I don't know. Uh, so that's it. So thank you for the emails this week, and we have got one speak pipe. So Sid, we'll play Sid said uh, in in the chat, uh, burglars are now planning a raid on shoes at it. Yeah, it's not. He's got it's not a limited Nintendo. It's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us, and so on. Hi guys, Ravinch, nineteen eighty three here. Um, been a long time since I've been in touch with the show. Um, probably coming up to about a year or so now but the important thing is that he went to a quiet location to do the speak pipe he didn't sit in the middle of a traffic circle and say all right let's do this speak pipe uh, look leave him alone he's done it yes i know thank you rafin the games um for a bit as i got a bit left behind with uh xbox 360 um missus was good enough to buy me a one back in october nice so i'm getting back into the games now so hopefully i'm going to get back into the podcast again uh, listen to you guys caught up with a few uh, from just before Christmas and it's like uh, it's like being with old friends it's uh, it was pretty damn good to start listening to you again so um, yeah um, I'm going to give you guys a shout out because you're just doing a cracking job still with the show and uh, yeah 
to come. So I'll be uh, listening and hopefully uh, giving you some input for the following year. Cheers, guys. Yay. Thank you. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, that was very nice. Yeah, much, you. Richard. And we love the fact that you're listening, but it's even more awesome that you're able to, willing to get in touch. So thank you. Yeah, there you go. That's always good. Um, like I'd that just like to good. remind uh, Duke that you have a clip that I've sent you that I would like yeah, to play at this moment. Yeah, before no, no. Stu goes in and goes, we don't have time for that shite. Yeah, no, so we've got no time for a clip. This is this, Matt's you. Uh, hold on. Up, Ginny. Yeah, so th- um, just to fill people in, people might not know what this is. Um, I work uh, with a friend of mine called Matt Weston, who does play oh, games. Great. He oh, is... Um, he, he plays Halo Wars. We play Halo Wars together. But he, he basically only plays one of everything. If he's got a shooter, that's it. That's all he needs. So he, he plays a bit of Call of Duty, a bit of FIFA, a bit of Halo Wars, and that's it. That's his gaming done. Um, and he doesn't know a lot about games. So the so, and we we're all nerds at work. So he's the sort of one. Well, there's a couple, but he's the main one really that doesn't know much. So what we get him to do is we get him to review a game purely based on the name of the game. He has no idea what the game is apart from the name that I just told him. So here's the clip. Okay, Matt's going to do a review of a game, and all he knows is the title of the game. The game this week is The Evil Within. Right, well, what can I say about this game? Probably one of my favourites, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, my favourite bit was when the guy got a bit more evil, and then there was a, there was a baby inside him, like the one that was from, uh, what was that, Damien or something? Do you remember that? Yeah, no, the, omen. the Omen. So it's like him, he climbs out, and he was just like evil, but within. But they didn't know until they found him towards the end. So um, what would be your review of the game? Look, what do you think of the game after playing it? Obviously, you've played it. I thought it was really difficult to find the person that had the evil within because like we was walking around it was like running around Grand Theft Auto kind of open world <laughs> and I was just looking for this one person yeah. and I ended up killing many unnecessary people so you you think the evil within is an open world game where you wander around killing as many people as you can until yeah. you find one person who has evil within them yes you, 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 rip, you rip open their stomach and look inside and if it's there then you know but if it's not, then, yeah, sorry. Thank you very much for your review of The Evil Within, Matthew Weston. That's, that's a pleasure. Any time. <laughs> oh, it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. He's just uh, so knowledgeable. Yeah. Who he needs, who needs, who needs uh, IGN when you've that's got be fair, knowledge? I play that game. <laughs> no. uh, uh, can I just say, hardly Dan just put, uh, my ass was letting out The Evil Within last night. Yeah. Uh, that's quite funny. I like it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> That's what I meant. Very good. Um, right, we need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here because I think we've done all the bits and bobs. Did although we, have we haven't, have we? Really? Do we do a, have a question from that dude in the chat? Oh, yeah, that's right. We have, but I don't, I don't think we've got time. Oh, we, we have, have time. three minutes. Come on, we have three minutes. Shut up. Yeah, no, come but we've still got to do shout-outs. Josh. Josh. It's not the fucking Stu show, Stu. <laughs> Where's the question? You said you copied it, right? Yes, I have. I put them in the show notes. Okay. The show notes. They're, they're at the bottom, and the bottom underneath my what I've been playing. Fine, here we go. I'll read it. Who's Go on, then. Where is it? It's at the bottom underneath my what I've been playing. Underneath Woody. There's two. Oh yeah, okay, I got it. Uh, I have a question for you to a question. If you okay, here's my question: Why, uh, why has every genre improved 
and evolved over the years, except for games like RPG Maker. I mean, why can't we use something otherwise useless for a decent function like the Kinect for this purpose? My idea is having the Kinect do basic recording of your body movements to have characters do things in short cutscenes in an RPG Maker type game. Here's another video game related question for these guys. Why do Japanese nearly always depict themselves as white? Anime, JRPGs, they're big, round-eyed, fair-skinned people running around. They usually have hair and eyes that span every color of the rainbow, unlike the perpetually dark-haired, brown-eyed, realistic equivalents. All right, so three minutes about those two things. Okay. Jesus well, Christ. All right, most, most Japanese people uh, are not used to black people and black culture. Uh, that's why they had one guy, black guy in Final Fantasy thirteen that had an afro and a fucking thing that lived in it. So they're not quite used to it. When a black person over there, it's not a, a, a normal thing. It's like a like a... An act, and they have to like participate and watch. Uh, they're sort of, you know, uh, not used to that sort of thing, so they don't think about including it. And also, uh, the RPG maker, I think that's a good idea in theory, but in practice, that would be a motherfucker to to, to do. Yeah. And also, Microsoft and, and PlayStation don't like offering such freedom just in case you make a sex RPG, <laughs> which you could easily do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good point as well. In the three minutes that we have, um, no, I do think that, um, as we know, Japanese, when does he ever not have anything to add? I know, yeah, Japanese culture, they kind of they like a lot of stuff like it's westernized, don't they? I mean, when you see they're into all these like you know, cosplaying and they, they play a lot of western characters and you see them all sort of in these parks and stuff, they're into western music, and I think that's kind of the influence. And I think that's why they have a lot of westernized characters in the JRPGs when they make them, yeah, I think that's probably true. I think that's you know, the sense I mean, in which they're maybe they're bored with the way they look. I don't know. That seems weird to say, but uh, it is weird. Like the heroes are very rarely, they very rarely look like they're from Japan. They usually look like they're from Europe or North America. I agree with that. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's right. Most Japanese girls, the men look like women and the women look like girls. I'm mad. This conversation yeah. can serve no purpose anymore. Done. All right. There you go. For a shout out. Hey! Yeah. So, over to you first, Duke. Yes, I will shout out Bongo because he sent me a message last week. I said, I don't know if he's into the bongos, but he said, yes, I'm still into the bongos. Let them play loud and long. So shout out to him. I'll shout out Mr. Miyagi, 1984, for the Skyrim comic. Very cute. Thank you. Uh, Paul Fake uh, recommended Valis by Philip K. Dick, but I'm all over that book. I love it. So thank you. Um, Andy R. and Big Bad Daddy and IP uh, for the PC tweaking encouragement and suggestions and everyone else who was trying to offer ways for me to deal with my PC disappointments. Um, I think I've pretty much dealt with them, so I'm cool. Thank you, everyone. And Fumu and Ian Chadwick and Stulek and everyone who derailed my new PC Twitter thread into a Z. X Spectrum memory lane walk. Boo. That's true. Get off my. Even I, I'm just, even I was involved in yeah, that. That was funny. I like that. That was cute. Um, and again, I'll shout out Verbal Rob and Chris MJW and Big Bad Daddy for playing Left 4 Dead 2 with me. And maybe we're going to play Bro Force next week. I'm not quite sure. Watch my Twitter feed. Ooh, I, I have that game. Yeah, we're meant to play that, Gene. Either that I even said Hammerwatch. Someone was mentioning Hammerwatch. And I looked at Hammerwatch on Steam and I'm like, ooh, I think that looks more interesting to me than Broforce. But whatever. Oh, Broforce. If you're is around so much on Tuesday, Stu, we could play on I am. I'm available. I'm off. There I'm on holiday go. this week. So I'm on, on Tuesday at 8 p.m., do me, do yep. you, show you and I have a date? Yes. Let's Come just do on, it. you got a date. Broforce, 8 p.m., Tuesday. It. This won't matter because that have already happened. By the time people listen to this, the recorded version. But, yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So that's cool. Um, yeah, I, well, it's a good job you didn't say tomorrow night. 
because uh, tomorrow night I'm going watching the football. Oh, football. I know. Football Titanaga. Football Titanaga. Oi, oi, I'm going to beat you up because you've got a different coloured shirt on, dickhead. <laughs> because this is this is kind of an end of the podcast story story time, right? Because I normally do a beginning, but this is at the end. Because, right, we, once a year, I go and watch uh, Coventry versus Preston North End, right, which is our local team. Uh, and the reason for this is because Kay's dad is a massive Preston North End fan, right? And my brother-in-law comes from Leicester and he's a massive Coventry fan. You see, so when they meet together up north, we, like Kay's dad pays for the tickets, you know, because he's a nice chap like that. And he goes, and he pays for the tickets and we go and watch the footy. Right? One oh, it's on! No, 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 it's but, not on. Ooh, it's on, all right. But this year I'm going watching twice, right? And the reason for that is because if you went to the game last Saturday, okay, uh, I don't know whether you're aware of this, Ginny, but Preston North End are playing Manchester United in the FA Cup. Nope. At Preston. They're playing at Preston. Why would I even begin to know that? Exactly. <laughs> but if if you went to the match last week, you were guaranteed a ticket to watch Man United versus Preston tomorrow night. Uh, so Kay's dad went down and he's got us tickets and there's myself, Millie and Kay's dad and we're going watching the footy tomorrow night. We're going to watch Man United kick the shit out of Preston, basically, because I would imagine they're not going to win. They lost to, uh, I do know this, Manchester United lost to Leicester not so long ago and... Uh, Siderio is asking, am I from Preston? I'm not from Preston, but I live very close. I live in a little town called Leyland, which is about five miles from Preston. Which, so sound, which sounds like Ireland when you're drunk. It's just like, Ireland. Ireland. I've never drunk, probably, so it's not an issue. Yeah. So, But we, we took some persuading to get uh, Millie to go and watch because we're saying, look, you'll never get a chance to see like a premiership side with England players play again anywhere because like it's mega bucks if you go to Man United to watch it. Mega it's bucks. only costing five quid, five quid for Millie's ticket to go and watch Man United play. So, you know, you can't. Zero pounds to not go. <laughs> I know, I know. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be good fun. I, I like going. I do enjoy going. I'm not that bothered, but I do enjoy going. So, Yeah, like I think it would be, you know, I don't care about football or anything, but, you know, it's the type of thing where the event itself could be cool. Jesus yeah. Christ, Nick's 21 lives in Standish. Uh, that's That's very near me as well. That's weird. Um, I, I like in all fairness, I have watched football games when we used to do stuff for Aston Villa Football Club. We we used to watch stuff, but that was that was in the best conditions possible because at the beginning of the every every match we had a free meal, all right, and at halftime we we had all the sweets, and then we get to, you know, watch the game for free, and I still got bored a little bit. So, yeah. outside of those conditions, being in the stands with the with the norms, um, yeah, I don't think I don't think I'd be uh, enjoying it as much. Because <laughs> there's oh no free God. food, you see. Well, yeah, free food does make things better. Yeah, there you go. Oh Stu's distracted uh, because he's, he's talking about the reason why the, the only reason that Stu doesn't talk is because he's reading. <laughs> I am the, way reading, can, I'm reading. the way you can tell that Stu's reading, if he just shuts up for a while, uh, he, goes, he either does this, he goes, no, no, actually, no, no, I correct myself. When he, If he's not talking, he's either reading or trying to do something on the computer. But you can tell, if he's reading, he doesn't make any noise apart from, oh, my, oh, 
Oh, <laughs> I right. If he's doing something on the computer, he goes. Um, that right, Stu? That's true. I've, a scenario we sort of say that uh, Bifters on Word and Park got me through college. Uh, so I'm assuming you went to Runshaw College, which is obviously our local college. Now, I'm going to talk uh, to you about alienation just... of the audience here, Stu. Um, if you want to talk about what school you went to or what park you used to throw condoms on, I don't, you can do that outside of... I know, but it's just weird. It's, it's kind of weird, though, isn't it, when someone's listening to who sort of like live near where you are and stuff. That is kind of weird. I don't know what you're saying. It is kind of weird. Anyway, that all being said... Um, you look tired, uh, Stu. I know. I haven't really got any major shout outs, just sort of, you know, general sort of everybody who listens, really. Thanks for listening, I guess. I've not really got anything else other than that and sort of the usual. All the people who watched me play Flower on the, on, on on Twitch on Saturday it was kind of fun. I got lots of feedback and lots of people were chatting in the in the stream as they are tonight, so that was kind of cool. Uh, and the, the couple of people, I think Phil watched me play a bit of Monstrum this morning, uh, and that's Monstrum, Monstrum. Uh, and that's kind of it, really. So over to you, Chine. Yes, well, I will shout out. Last week I gave a shout out to Serbs, but I got mixed up in my names. And I was meant to shout out Sidero. I think that's how you know, say his name. He's actually been in the chat tonight. I think it's the first Sidero. time. Sidero. Sidero. Um, which I'll just call Sid. So it was actually him that spoke to me over the Xbox Live and says, uh, So yeah, so reverse shout out to Serbs. But. I'm going to shout Serbs out this week and Step J because we've been having a blast on the golf club. Um, we, uh, this, I'll tell you what happened. I was listening to the Overseas Connection. <coughs> Filth! Right, uh, on, on the Twitch live and uh, Step J and uh, I don't think Serbs was there. And Step J was there and he said, do you fancy a round of golf? And I was like, yes, I do. And then Serbs got involved and we uh, all... The, the, the tournament that we played had finished, so the next tournament was going to begin, and Greg just announced on the show what the course would be, but he didn't upload the tournament yet, so he couldn't compete in the tournament, but we could play the course, right? Right. So we, one of, I think, Step J found it, and we all jumped in the same game. So we all jumped in the same game, and we played two rounds of it right like uh, 18 holes takes like it takes about an hour and a half to play a round of it right or whatever um maybe not maybe in about an hour so we played a round and then one of us started again so i started again then i think service is saying are we all starting again yep and bear in mind this is two o'clock in the morning right so we all played it again and then the then the tournament got uploaded greg texted me or something and said uh, the tournament's up now so we all checked and the tournament was up. So we played a third time, three o'clock in the morning. And um, the, the problem was, in the practice rounds, I killed it. I pissed it. I, I think I had a minus three or something. I was I was nailing it. When it actually comes to the tournament, I got like even, which is, you know, blah. And already it's at minus 13 or something. I haven't checked it because it's, it's, it totally demoralizes you when you realize how crap you are. Um, yeah. But it's 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 still good fun. It's still good fun. And the good thing about when you enter a tournament, Stu and Duke, yep. it's like you're entering a room. So if you started at like, I don't know, 15 minutes before me, Stu, you would be on hole nine, for example, and I would be on hole one, right? But yeah, I can still see in the top left corner what hole you're on and how many shots you're doing and how you how well you're doing in the game at the same time. So each tournament is like a room. It's like a little chat room. 
well, you can't, you can't actually chat, but you can still see how the other, and you can catch up and so on. And the commentator, you leave, like, who's messages, was, and when the next person comes back, like they see your messages. No, but that will be good. But the commentator, uh, the, the the commentator, he, he's quite sarcastic, and he's like, that would have been nice if you got that. You know, he's quite funny. But he updates you. Just, this is just to let you know, your friend has uh, just had like an eagle, and you're like, fuck. Um, you know, so it's it, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, it is cool. It adds that extra layer of competitiveness. Doesn't Apparently, it, really? somebody the minus thirteen that's in there is fake. Step J in the in the chat said so. Oh, uh, you see, got a minus thirteen. It's fake. Uh, I don't know how that's possible, but Step J's got like a minus seven, and the best I've done is like a minus three, I think. But I don't know. I don't know. There you go. There you go. go. All right. Anything else? Well, that's kind of it. I think that's it, is it? I think we should do go. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch a of links to other video game podcasts. It's been a while. Into ours, yeah. but Sorry. different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Dude, many, some people say. Come on, yeah. some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Um. There you go. Okay, so this is the part of the show where we just talk shit. I have another show table, by the way. Uh, Big Smooth. Oh, yeah, he, Big Smooth <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. Yes, he was Big on the Smooth Eight was on the Overseas Connection. It was oh, so it was. good to hear was... Big Smooth again. For people that don't know who he is, he was part of a website called The Couch Mercenaries, uh, and they've all sort of – it's all finished now, The Couch Mercenaries. They, they, I think – you know, stuff happened, life moved on, I think they moved or something, because they all used to do it from their garage or garage or whatever class you're from. Um, but yeah, they, 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 but he was back and he said he was going to pop in a little bit more regular and gaming's right. a thing for him again. So it was it was good to hear him back. It was, it was like hearing an old friend, like Raw Finch said about us. No. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Because he's like, he's, he, was, he was a cool character. Wasn't his he? family, he won't be able to do it tonight as about to start recording. What? Uh, Give me a shout if you want me to add you to my friends and family. What? What are you talking about? Maybe that's Steam sharing? Is that that sort of? Ah, right, okay. I know. Yeah, Um, Steam sharing. You can can play the games off his games list on his Steam account. So, Stuart. Yes. Tuesday, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Me and you, Broforce. Broforce. And they've They've just updated it with an alien level. We've got aliens in it. Okay, so we'll, I will make sure before Tuesday at 8pm that I will update it and download it. Yes, update so it, download it. And we'll, me and you will meet at, like, say, 10 to 8 or something. Okay, okay. We'll virtually meet up. Yes, <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. So, And then Saturday mornings is your was, was morning? Was, was game. Weekend. I don't know what I'm going to play this the week. Was I, might do, I might do a bird story this weekend coming. That definitely sounds like a was game. Oh, yeah, so and Shadow of Mordor. He's willing to let me play it. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Yeah, yeah. 
That's how oh this friends God. and family work sharing thing so, works. Pretty there sweet. Good. Um, so yeah, thanks to everybody in the chat. Uh, we've had Parsnip Nose, Exempt Mr. Fish, uh, Sidorero. So. First time, first time listening to the live show. We've had, we yeah. broke the record again. I think it was twenty three. Was that We had twenty five at one point. Just now. Anyway, uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah serve yeah. staff for help. Fumu, staff for help is Jason, of course. Uh, Verbal Rob, uh, Nick Nitrous, Nick Twenty One, who's apparently outside Stu's house for some reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tefan. Um, yeah, well, Hardy Dan, the, the Bailo, the, everybody's been in. It's great. Thank, Thank you, you everybody. Thank you. And that's it. So we better get the hell out of here. So, uh, Thank you all for listening, I guess. Yes, thank you. And see you on the Twitch channel Tuesday. 